0: on this episode of the Buzzed Kill Podcast. Gulch is a weird word, huh? Gulch? Yeah.
1: Big Gulch, eh? (laughs) Well, see ya. See you later.
0: You're listening to the Buzzed Kill Podcast.
1: It is episode 306! Welcome back to the Buzzkill Podcast, where today we realize why it's a terrible idea to just go outside and relax and stare at the clouds. Because you know how sometimes you see like Godzilla up in the clouds? It's a real Godzilla hiding behind the clouds. They're going to kill you.
0: Wow, that just went on and on. Yeah. (laughs) In! Extra-equestrial.
1: Yeah. horse aliens horse aliens (laughs) that's the name of the game yeah baby yeah james what's up how you doing i'm good how are you i'm i'm mike
0: i'm pretzel jim i'm (laughs) got him right here
1: oh shit why didn't you hook me up
0: what do we got today we got some cinnamon sugar seasoned dots oh
1: that's why they call you pretzel jim that's why they call me pretzel jim
0: always (laughs) have (laughs) always have since at least high school
1: Or last week. Look, check out fucking Pretzel Jim over here. (laughs) If you pulled out a yearbook that had Pretzel Jim like underneath your name and like the high school, uh, the high school fucking, you know, the coach or whatever, like, look at Jimmy's got the pretzels. Or somebody else
0: did. I'll bring my yearbook next week. Fucking great. Have you had these? I've not. By the way, I've not. There's only like three left in the bag cinnamon sugar pretzels. Because Pretzel Jim went hard on those.
1: (laughs) I can imagine. Are they good?
0: You've had dots before. Mm. These are mm. cinnamon mm. sugar dots. Tasty, okay. right? Okay. Right? That's weird. Why is that weird?
1: Pretzels should be sweet or it should be savory and like salty. The sweetness on, on the pretzels, that's weird.
0: Go fuck yourself. You've never you've never dipped a pretzel into a sweet dip. Yes, no. you have. No. You've never had a chocolate covered pretzel? Okay, that's different. You've never, you've never dipped pretzels in peanut butter?
1: No, I wouldn't consider peanut butter sweet.
0: You've never dipped peanut butter savory. You've never dipped pe- pretzels in like a like a peanut like a uh, like a fluff like a peanut butter fluff. Ew, no. What?
1: Well, why would you do that?
0: Because that's one of the things that you dip into no. fluff.
1: No, no, you dip you dip pretzels in like Mexicali dip or hummus or cheese or
0: yeah, you dip pretzels in all of those things. Yeah, and you also dip pretzels into sweet stuff. No, no, you don't. Yes, you do. You don't. Okay. Well, this is just a universal <laughs> truth, Mike. So go I'm, fuck yourself. I'm, I'm sorry. Um,
1: Speaking of universal, <laughs>
0: you're arguing with Pretzel Jim about what you put, what you dip pretzels into.
1: Sorry, don't I argue a, with. me I got about a very this. specific pretzel that I dip that's stuff crazy. in. And that's it.
0: A very specific pretzel. Or. <laughs> What pretzel my is it? My pretzel
1: only gets dipped into very specific things. What's That's it, what I meant What's so. your pretzel
0: of choice, honestly? What's my pretzel of choice? Yeah, like... yeah, Like the
1: dip or the pretzel?
0: The pretzel. The, what's the pretzel we, of we, choice? We've
1: switched from pickles to pretzels now.
0: <laughs> um, no, I, like Not not the soft pretzels. Everybody loves the big soft pretzels. I'm saying like... Like are style, you like brand? A, you, like a, are you like a braid guy? You a stick guy? You a rod guy? Mm, I'm you a, strike uh, me as a rod guy. I
1: do like a good <laughs> rod no, I think what I'm eating depends on what I'm honestly dipping it into.
0: Or like the classic, the classic actual like pretzel shape.
1: That's honestly the small ones. Yeah, not yeah. the big classics, like the, the small or ones. Or the
0: grid. Snyder's makes the little like mm, the little like the one by one grid. I don't not like those too. I don't like those either. It's like those are okay when you're dipping into something because they capture a lot of the dip. Yeah, it's like it's too much pretzel.
1: I feel like I feel like the. I type feel of... like
0: I feel like part of a pretzel's charm is the. Is the parts where there is no pretzel, you know what I mean? You're getting like a nice snappy like a nice crispy snap with some salt. I think
1: like my favorite part of my my favorite part of relationships is when my don't have one
0: yeah, <laughs> it's like, my favorite part about being married is when my when my wife goes out with the girl.
1: <laughs> I love it when it's not there um no, i think I think that the uh, it all depends like if I'm even eating, eating like mexicali dip, <clears throat> I like a good rod. If, oh, I'm see, eating, that's, oh, if I'm eating, if I'm eating hummus, if I'm eating, well, okay, what's, oh, wait, what, what do you consider? Rods
0: are rods are the ones that are like they're oh, like nine oh, inches sticks. long and they're Sorry, like sticks, maybe yay big. Sorry, sticks, sticks, the, the, the little sticks.
1: The rods are only good for chewing the salt off of them, uh, and then throwing the rest of the pretzel away.
0: Well, that's fucked, Mike. <laughs> um, those are good for road trips. Yes, rods are good for road trips. That's true. I call it hot rodden.
1: Ooh, I like, yeah. I like that. I like that. I had a different definition for that. But. I feel
0: like I feel like sticks and the, the classic pretzel shape are both excellent for like Dipping. Mex, Mexicali yep. dip.
1: Or hummus or hummus, something like that. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. For sure. For sure. Yeah. The now the the grid iron though, the waffle grid, mm-hmm. those are good for cheese.
0: Right. Those are good for thinner dips. Yes. Because the dip gets in into yeah, the see, grid. See,
1: it's all relative. There's no yeah, there's all, no right yeah. answer here. they all see pretzel gym, you're learning something.
0: Never but, too old, but I have my, I have my, my preference.
2: Mm-hmm. So do I.
0: That's why I'm pretzel jam. Yeah. What's your so What's your preference? What's I told your...
1: you the, the 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 small regular okay. pretzel the shaped sticks. pretzels. Oh,
0: oh, okay, right on. That's
2: I'm it. a stick guy. Yeah,
1: I like I'm putting a, them on my tongue. I'm a stick guy. And then crushing it against the roof of my mouth like some crusher. Is that how you <laughs> do? You,
0: is that how do you eat checks?
1: Same way. Oh, really? It's also the same way that eat sour patch kids, which is always a mistake every time because the roof of your mouth just <laughs> you gets really fucked. Do. You go so hard on sour <laughs> stuff, and
0: then you complain about how much the roof of your mouth hurts. Yeah. I'm like, why are you jamming the salty, like the the sugary coating against the roof of your mouth? That's that's stupid. No, chex chex is not against the roof of your mouth. Chex is it goes in between the teeth and the front lips, like, like dip. Uh, sort of. Because you dip put, as in yeah, chew like yeah, like chaw. Like you put it in between, oh gross! And then you suck, like (laughs) almost like you're sucking on a straw, but it's sealed off, and then it snaps in between Mm, your teeth and your lips. Yeah, no, not about that life.
1: Yeah, it's so good. No, No. sorry. Oh, my favorite pretzels, though. You want to ask me my favorite pretzels are? Yeah, the ones with peanut butter in the middle. Oh, the the pocket ones. Good, dude. That's the jam. That's Those it. are yeah.
0: That's a good call. Yeah, pretzel, pretzel, Jim
2: approved. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, thank you, pretzel, Jim. Uh, what's going on, guys? Uh, it is episode three hundred six, oh, and uh, we got a fun one for you. Yeah, man. James, how's your week? Oh, uh, pretty good. Pretty, uh, pretty, pretty standard, really. Yeah. We had a Super Bowl. Uh, we had a Super Bowl. We all lost money.
0: Um, uh, did... I won money. Oh, did you? Yeah, not, <laughs> not in in the Heckman. Nobody, nobody nobody wins. wins. I'm not playing with the Rodgerses next year. Sorry, not my
1: my fiance's parents won. Her her mom won the first three rounds or uh, uh, periods. Nope, not periods. Uh, Wow, quarters, (laughs) quarters. There we go.
0: (laughs) Mike's not a real sports ball kind of guy.
1: In fairness, though, I got really into this game. It was a good game. Yeah, it was. It was a very good game, and I actually was yelling at the TV a couple times, which is very un characteristic of me for sports (laughs) yeah no i've actually i actually scared Kristen sitting next to me because i jumped up i the eagles were playing like badasses right you said that i don't like why because i feel like in most championship games and uh in fairness the chiefs did the same thing but in most championship games they play super super safe like when they when they're on when they're on fourth downs a lot of times they'll just punt it because they won't want to risk giving up that last uh they wouldn't want to risk turning it over or anything. They would play through it almost every single time. Like they only punted twice in the game. Even the commentators mentioned it. Well,
0: if there was only a yard left, yeah.
1: Even I, even still, dude, they the, no, the Eagles I, made so many long ball passes, which is like my favorite thing to watch in football. Because um, like that's actual skill, not just plowing into people. <laughs>
0: Well, I see that. You know what I that's, mean. Yeah, don't. I'm being facetious, but right, you know sure. what I mean. Um, um, I don't
1: know. It was just, it was a very exciting game, though. and I got very into it.
0: Yeah, no, you're totally yeah. wrong, though, about about playoff football. It's not playoff football. Is when and it and really with any with any sport, especially contact sports, like that's when it gets really good. Well, that's sure. That's when it's fast paced. That's when it's like they're they're really as a
1: guy that doesn't watch football habitually. Mm-hmm. I feel like whenever I see them play, though, it's always like, yeah, oh, it's fourth. It's fourth down. They're gonna they're gonna punt it to get the ball back further down the field as far as they can. Like sure. they don't go for that play because then they're gonna be right there. You know. Yeah. That's all.
0: Yeah. So, sure.
1: I don't. That was into it. We like I said we all lost money. Kristen's mom <laughs> won the first three quarters, and Kristen's dad won the final. Yeah. <laughs> like. <laughs> yeah. I don't.
0: And that's come on. And that's how it goes every year. Yeah. With them.
1: It's okay though. They got a wedding to pay for, so they can win the money. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm not
0: paying for your wedding, so. Well, you just did. I don't want to. Oh, well. You're so welcome. thanks. You're welcome. That's the only thing I'm contributing to your wedding. Um, Uh, That's that's fair. Yeah, so I've had nothing really going on besides that. Just watching the world fall apart. Yeah, all all kinds
1: of fucky stuff's going on. Train derailments. There's one around here, too.
0: Yeah, there was one in the Ross Common? Van Buren. Van Buren, that's it, yeah. Possibly with more uh, chemicals. I heard Shit. that that
1: one, nothing spilled. It, it didn't derailed, spill. but nothing, everything was contained still. But that's, but that's, even still, it, maybe that was a fuck up. That stuff going on in Ohio is crazy. Yeah, it is. Yep. And nobody's really talking about it. I don't Alex get it. Alex King is talking about it. <laughs>
0: well, I mean, yeah. Well, that's the thing is like, like, news outlets aren't really covering it that much. Local ones in Ohio are covering it a little bit, but it hasn't really made, as far as I can tell, much of the national news. I'm getting like most of my information about it from like TikTok. And, like Tik yeah, like TikTok or Instagram Someone... reels like people and it's like people who are live actually living in the area and and saying like okay Nobody else is saying anything about it, so yeah. I'm gonna say something about it. Yeah, somebody's pretty fucked up.
1: Somebody posted a video about why we're getting all of the like, why are you getting all of the news from places like TikTok and social media and this and that. And the guy did like a deep dive, and it wasn't like I didn't know this, but it reaffirmed that the same people, the same two companies, BlackRock and something else, mm-hmm. own every single media conglomerate news station that yeah. is that is big. They also own stake in. It was either the train company or the chemical companies. Yeah, Black, Rock, so Black Rock like, owns.
0: This is the company I was telling you about last week with the the real estate. Oh, how I was ta- okay. How I was telling you that they're buying I mean, but, up all their. They want. They want to basically turn neighborhoods into like permanent well,
1: rentals. Well, if, if you believe that the Illuminati is real, BlackRock's involved. <laughs> no, it's, I'm serious. Yeah. Them oh, and, yeah. They, I mean, it, them and the other company that the uh, the guy was mentioning for something it starts with an F. But like, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. It's it's insane. Yep. Um
0: yeah. And I won't pretend to know a lot about it. I know all, I, all I can say is I like somebody's lying or somebody's keeping a lot of information from the public. Sure. And so it's like you have news outlets who are not really covering it. You have people on TikTok who are talking about it. There's somebody who's there's somebody who's not being real upfront about it. Yeah. So it's either the TikTok people or it's or it's the or it's the mainstream media. It's it's, mainstream it's media. not yeah, it's not nobody though. Yeah. Like somebody's not telling us. See, and then movie, like movie. all this like balloon shit, I feel like it's kind of a distraction. You know what I mean? Like a like like all the shooting stuff down like Yeah, yeah the Chinese balloon that was interesting for a few well, days, but it was whatever. And now they're talking about all this other shit that's being shot down and like
1: Big, Big Jim was just finding a new balloon for his business and <laughs> shot it down.
0: <laughs> one one of them was from the one of them that they were talking about today was from the it turned out to be allegedly uh, a a homemade balloon from the uh, North Illinois bottleneck or bottle cap balloon brigade. Which is just a group of people in northern Illinois who are really excited they they make their own balloons and they launch them into the atmosphere with with uh, trackers on them, and then it's their hobby. They just track them. That's what. Um, but that seems suspicious. <laughs> I have a hard time. I have a hard time. So, and, were they
1: were they founded in February of 2023?
2: <laughs> well, so
0: that's what I was thinking. I was like, that sounds fuck. That sounds so fake. And I'm like, the but bo- the bottle the bottle it sounds bottle dumb enough that nobody brigade, would look into it. Well, but I'm I yeah. looked into it so. And they did have, so they have a blog, and they have this one particular balloon that went missing, and it and, and they're saying, oh, this is probably the one that was shot down. But these are small balloons. And this is the there... type of thing that would have to be taken down by an F-22.
1: Did they lose five of them over the country?
0: So they said, so there was this one, it was like F9, Y09, or something like that. And it had already gone around the, the entire world three times. And then they lost it and they're like oh it was probably the one that was shot down by one of the F22s except for i went back in their blog and they lost they lost track of it and called it missing in action back in january okay so
1: well i mean that doesn't that's not that unbelievable
0: but all the other ones stayed up like but they're but they're claiming that they shot it down in mid in mid february so but they're saying so, they're, so the so the the NIBBB they came out and said, "Oh, well, yeah, we had a balloon that went missing right around the same time that this would have happened and the right around the same time that they would have claim, you know, claimed to have shot it down." But that happened in mid-February and then you go back in their blog and it actually happened they say that they lost track of it in January.
1: So they lost track of it in January though and then it just kind of pops up in mid-February, so it was lost for a month. I don't
0: know. All I'm saying is Sounds shady to me.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't. But, I don't believe but, anything but what, that anybody says. But what so.
0: you said was exactly my thought. I was like, okay, let's see when this fucking let's see when this fucking enthusiast group was created. I'm gonna go to the website and find out that it was created on February 12th <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> of 2023. Go fuck yourself. Yep. I don't know, dude. Like everything's weird. Yeah. No. I'm not. I. I. I, I am, and I am not a conspiracy theorist. Like I. I like. Uh, in. I like to indulge in these things a little I bit because the it's fun. I love the idea of a good conspiracy. Sure, yeah. yeah. I mean like the like my favorite is it's all aliens. Sure. I love that. Yeah. I want that to be the real thing, right? Yeah. Sort of. Of course, <laughs> unless they're planning on killing us all. But like I do I do indulge in some of the other the other ones where it's mostly like shadowy government cover-ups and stuff like that. And yes. sometimes it's hard to not buy into that stuff. I'm not a, I'm We're, not crazy about it. I'm not a psychopath about it like some people are.
1: To pretend that none of that stuff happens, you're just kidding yourself. Oh, I so mean, it's the gov- really how the, much the, how much of it happens. The government
0: lies constantly. Yeah. I mean, like at this point if you tr- if you if you just get on TV or the internet and you hear something that the government is saying and they're like, hey, nothing to worry about. It's just this." And you just blindly believe it, you're an idiot, right? Yeah. Like yeah. You should be questioning pretty much everything. And again, not to sound like a fucking like I I sound like a
1: a nut job. Yeah, Yeah.
0: I I sound like fuck Gene Hackman from Oh (laughs) God, Enemy of the State. Enemy of the State. But it's it's kind of true. Like not not to I'm not that crazy about it. But like you really you really shouldn't just take everything at face value. That's that's being said.
1: Yeah. Um. Fun fact. And, And sometimes the lies
0: are necessary to keep a little bit of. To keep a little bit of, um, um, to keep things from like spiraling into complete pandemonium. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I understand that. And that's what makes me not the Gene Hackman type, because I understand that we need to be lied to every once in a while.
1: Speaking of what uh, Gene Hackman conspiracies and all that stuff, yeah. did you ever see a movie called The Conversation with Gene Hackman? No. you heard of it before? No. I don't think so. So it's it's Gene Hackman is a um, I've not, I've not actually seen it. From my understanding, he's like a spy or something like that or whatever, and he like sp- like listens to the conversation. I think it's he overheard something. Enemy of the State is a sequel. To, oh really? To the nineteen seventy four. So the his, conversation. So his paranoid character. It's the same character from oh, the conversation. Dude, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, and actually, it was never wanna... it was never released as that. Like it it, it it's funny because it is that. Sure. But like it was never. A thing they marketed or, or did whatever. Well, he's it's not.
0: I mean, it's not necessarily a sequel. It's just that he's playing the same character.
1: Oh, it's a it's a, technically a sequel. But it takes it's not, not plays a, after the first movie. But it's not about same him.
0: characters. It's not about him though. Yeah, but the sub story is sure. <laughs> I get
1: yeah. It's a spin-off. A sure. S- a spinoff. There of, you go. That's good. Yeah. But um, yeah, that's that's fun. Right on. Uh yeah, nothing else important happened this week uh with my life. With the exception for I'll talk about this real quick here. Did you see the trailer for The Flash? Speaking of nut jobs. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about it, Ezra Miller. Um it's it per- looks so good.
2: It does look good. <laughs> it looks so
0: good. So they played it during the Super Bowl, yep. Yep. which uh, Super Bowl commercials aren't good anymore. Eh, there's a couple good ones. There was a couple good ones, but like they used to be all bangers. Yeah. And for what was it? Fucking 10 million dollars or something for a 30 second ad this this year? Yeah, the like people should be making stuff that like The Breaking just kills. Bad one
1: was really good
2: i like that popcorn one really, it was at the end of the game there was a popcorn that
1: one. one that was awesome um there was the the one with sarah mclaughlin that one was <laughs> and pretty the tiger funny. was really yeah. funny so there's a couple of them nothing though the, not the way they used to be
0: nothing i mean like there used to be stuff that would actually get belly laughs though you know yeah. what i mean it's yeah just, no there was nothing good like that
1: yeah no um, um i just missed the, i missed the old school frogs man yeah like, whatever, whatever happened to good beer commercials? Yeah. Like so, Well, th- then again, though, the Sarah McLaughlin one was a Bush commercial, so I guess that's... Sure. The good beer commercial. No sure. Clydesdales this year? No Budweiser Clydes? Yeah, there wasn't, was there? Nope. I actually don't even remember any Budweiser commercials. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Well, it's because
0: Bush Light is the fucking top seller now. It's- oh, is it? Oh, shit. I mean, if you go up to Bad Axe anyway, my dad sells so much of that stuff. Oh, fuck. The world I think it, taken over by Hicks. I think <sighs> this past year it overtook Bud Light.
1: That's sad.
0: <laughs> well, fuck. Everything's so fucking expensive.
1: That's true. That's true. Well, you know, we'll, you're, we'll usually, make it expensive. you're usually
0: buying a suitcase of, of Bud Light, so instead of doing that, you go, you get an extra six, yeah. six bush lights for... But-
1: but you make Bush Light more popular, and now Bush Light's going to be more expensive. They're going to charge more, because that's what these fucking... well That's capitalism. I guess we'll see. There you go. Yeah. Anyway, though, um, the new Flash trailer looks amazing. Michael Keaton back as Batman. Yeah. Fuck. Yep. It looks I dam- really good. I damn near nutting myself. Like, that was so exciting. You
0: damn near nut in yourself? Yeah, oh, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. I was, I was tipped back the whole deal.
0: <sighs> like, going from, like, tucked under and oh,
1: yeah. like...
2: Oh, wow. Oh, yeah.
1: Nice, dude. Oh, yeah. Nice. I was I was gassing up the pump. Um, <laughs> good stretch. Uh, yeah. but he looks so good though in the old school Batmobile. Yeah, Ben Affleck. I I actually completely forgot that Ben Affleck was supposed to be in it. Uh, so his Batman is back. Uh, you got um, um, uh, what's his name? Michael Shannon as Zod. He's in it. So so is it supposed to be like a
0: multiverse kind of shit? It's called Flashpoint. That was the DC's
1: DC's kickoff to their like multiverse thing.
0: Yeah, I can't believe like I've never really thought of myself as like I don't I've never really thought that I'm really up on pop culture. Like I don't I don't think of myself as somebody who stays that informed.
1: Nobody else does either.
0: I can't believe how many people don't know all the shit that's gone down with Ezra Miller. Yeah. Like I, I got on I, I think I was on Facebook earlier today and I wouldn't if it wasn't for you. People were talking about uh just like how good Flash looked. And I don't talk to people on Facebook, it's fucking pointless. But like other people were in the comments just saying, like, Oh yeah, it looks really good. Too bad this guy's a fucking nut job, right? Sure. and, every, and there were people just like, Well, what do you what do you mean? Like, what's going on? What's high and somebody's like, Well, he literally kidnapped people and like started a cult and, and held this girl. And then they like choke slammed one of his fans and people are like, Wait, what? But like, it's okay
1: what? because WB is fully committed to Ezra Miller's rehabilitation. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
0: Okie dokie. I can
1: I can see though why they didn't cancel the movie though, because the rest of it looks so damn good. Yeah. And it's it would be yes, he sucks, and yes, he is a shit human being, and hopefully this writes him out of the DC universe. Like hopefully they pick up somewhere else or something like that. Kill him off or yeah, something. Yeah, something. But um, the the work that everybody else did in this movie, yeah, and and are you fucking but then, kidding me? But you, then again, like there would be riots if they canceled two movies. I was gonna that say that Michael Keaton came back as Batman. I was gonna say they would riot.
0: How much of a kick in the fucking pants is this to all the people who worked on Batgirl? Yeah, right. Oh yeah, like they did, the whole movie was done, and then they just shit canned it because. I don't know. Like uh, th- they say that it wasn't. They say that it was wasn't it testing poorly or something like very that. Very poorly.
1: Or? Brendan Fraser talked about it on Howard Stern, and he's like, they tested it in the complete wrong audience with an unfinished movie. Yeah. What the fuck do you expect? Right. And he's like, I'm. I'm. He's, he's like, I'm. I'm insanely proud of it. I'm. I'm insanely proud of the work that he. He played like Firestarter or something yeah. like that. I forget the the name of the character, but it just. Um, seems
0: It it seems like such a weird choice to just like eat the cost. As opposed to like why not just why not just put it out there and see what happens. I think I I
1: think that it will eventually come out. I think that if somebody else takes over or somebody else gets in power, sure. It'll it'll get released. Yeah. Is is what I think. But yeah, I don't know.
0: But yeah, I just like I can't imagine meeting somebody who worked on that movie and they're like, Oh, you're gonna put this fucking movie out with the kidnapper yeah but you couldn't well, said, put our movie out
1: like I said look at Michael Keaton he probably he did he did I think Batgirl first yeah Oh no The Flash has been though filmed for oh, a yeah. while oh yeah it's so been I'm not put sure off who, for so I'm not sure what was first but even still though you, you convince Michael Keaton to come back as Batman after 30 years right and then you shit can his movie right <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> the sense here just doesn't doesn't compute. Yeah, math's not, not mathing. Um, yeah, but yeah. Be, but the movie looks amazing though. Yeah, so.
0: dude, it looks uh, it looks really cool.
1: You know what? If it's worth kidnapping a couple of chicks, whatever. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: oh, speaking of things that should never happen, <laughs> why don't we get in some corrections from last week?
2: Stupid! You're so stupid!
1: Um, I do have a couple corrections from last week, James. Yeah, do you? Uh, sort of. Okay. Uh, well, it's here. Uh, the Weird Al tour is called The Return of the Ridiculously Self-Indulgent Ill-Advised Vanity Tour. Okay. Got the name wrong last week. What did you call it? I don't, I don't know. know. I, yeah. It was like a smodge of those words, sure, but yeah. not the same. Um, what else do I have here? Uh, Chronicles of Riddick is a sequel, not a prequel. To Pitch Black, it takes place five years after Pitch Black. Okay, I know that because I started watching it the other day. Oh, right on. That movie's fucking great.
0: And where does Pitcher Blacker fall into the series?
1: Uh, I believe it's between the two. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
2: All right. Yeah. Okay. Cool.
1: And then also, uh, I'm, I'm, this is just to clarify: of course, Tim Burton. Well, I said that before. Tim Burton had editors, and before the studio stepped in, he's make these were all studio movies. Of course, there was studio notes i'm sure there was definitely editors and all that stuff but what i meant by it was like it was tim burton as like i feel like like beetlejuice was more like beetlejuice and um um uh, his first movie uh pb Pee- uh Pee- Pee- big adventure sure. um those were more like tim burton as an artist making movies uh-huh. before it was tim burton as the well-polished filmmaker making movies does oh, that make okay. sense sure yeah. does that make more sense of what i sure. mean like like it's it's raw it was like more of his raw like type of stuff tim
0: burton essence
1: yeah yeah that's that that's <laughs> what i meant by it. like okay. obviously there was editors and stuff like that
0: well like, sticking on the tim burton note here uh you said at three separate times during the podcast all within like 3 minutes of each other. You said Beetleju- Beetlejuice is the most Tim Burton-y Tim Burton movie. And then like 2 minutes later you said Edward Scissorhands is the most Tim Burton-y Tim Burton and movie. That, and then 2 minutes later you said Beetlejuice is the most Tim Burtony Tim Burton movie. Well that movie. goes back to
1: what I just said. So the people want to know like Yeah, no. Which one is it? Beetlejuice is the more like artsy version. Like like Edward Scissorhands to me is is more of that is It's it's more of that combination of like, 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 like really amazing filmmaking mixed with art, not just all art. See, or I all filmmaking. I, I don't, like, don't know how to describe that. Like, if know.
0: you were if you were rating, if to me, if you were rating uh, Tim Burton movies on like uh on like the level of like art housiness of it, I would actually say that Edward Scissorhands is more. More artsy, it's. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know.
1: There's such different movies. Like Edward Scissorhands to me just feels like it's just really really left of center. Whereas Beetlejuice, it's not even close to center. It's just like a zonky, crazy movie, like mm-hmm. bonkers, off the wall ghost movie. Like I don't know. Like like Edward Scissorhand is still set in more of a believable real life setting. Just really left of center. Beetlejuice, there's nothing realistic about it.
0: What about the sandworms? Well, that's true.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. It's it's just the way that my brain works. I don't know. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Do you have anything else? Nope. All right. So this week, Michael.
2: Yes, James. What are we
0: doing? Why don't you tell me? oh, Oh, me. Yeah. Nope. You tell me the movie. Nope. Just tell me the movie. Nope. Just. All right, I'll do it. Okay. Uh, We watched Get Out. (laughs) Fuck! Uh, No, this week we finally watched Jordan Peele's third movie. Nope. Um, And to go along Or as
1: the horses say, nay. (laughs) Uh,
0: Oh, boy. Um,
1: You want to hand me that beer instead of just keeping it on your side of the table? (laughs) Hold on. There we go. All right,
0: to go with Nope from brew detroit this is cloud 19
1: cloud 19
0: and interestingly enough if you count the number of clouds in the movie nope the cloud that is hanging over the mountain that stays stationary spoiler alert (gasps) is actually the 19th cloud to the right
1: is it really it is wow probably you're so smart
0: yeah that's it's probably the nineteenth cloud to the right.
1: <laughs> yeah, if you've not seen Nope, then uh, this beer choice will not make any sense to you unless you just listen to James's spoiler he gave away. But um, yeah, clouds play a very important part in the movie. So yep. um, you, uh, if you haven't seen the movie, then keep listening a, and we'll tell you a, why.
0: Because it's a meteorology movie, exactly. So yeah, and obviously clouds are important when it comes to meteor meteorological uh, yep. phenomenon. That cloud, uh, that so cloud from...
1: can't get no stratification. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, zone. Um. So, Cloud Nineteen. This is a DDH New England style India Pale Ale. Ooh. Um. It's what do double we Double dry hopped. Oh, it's double dry hopped. It's What's got that? Napa. New.
1: <laughs> Napa.
0: Wow. <laughs> Stupid idiot. Um. <laughs> I I thought this was the list of uh, hops that they used. But that's just the acronym for New England IPA. <laughs> <laughs> uh, double dry hopped with Mosaic and Hallertau Blanc. They sound oh, that's hot. A, that's a cool sounding yeah. name. Haller, Hallertau. Hallertau Blanc. Um, it sounds like a, sounds like a here,
1: it sounds like a rich asshole. Honestly, like hangs out in like mansions and smokes designer drugs. Oh, like uh, my name is Hallertau Blanc. <laughs>
0: uh, wait, what is Hallert Hallertau? Like so, uh, like Eugene Hallertow. Yeah, we've no we've, not Eugene. What's a good like total asshole name? Uh, oh um, Rex like Reese. Reese. Oh Reese. fuck, Reese, dude. <laughs> oh yes, um, Reese Hallertow.
1: <laughs> we've been watching, uh, or we did watch the first part uh, of the new season of You. Yeah, because they're releasing it in two uh two five uh five episode parts yeah and uh we finished the first part yesterday and it's all about just hanging out with rich fucking chotchbag bag assholes it's it's great though if you if you're a fan of you does keep he... watching it's great a fan
0: of me oh yeah and does he kill them all
1: uh i'm not gonna say anything because spoilers <laughs> james all right um but yeah hey hey cheers sir
0: cheers cloud 19 new england style ipa
1: She's crisp. She is crisp. Um, It's not really like. uh, It's not blowing me away. No. Like
0: the new, like I'm so used to the New England style IPAs just being like juicy and sweet, and this is not that. So much. No, is there a weird aftertaste to it as well? There is sort of a weird aftertaste. How old is this?
1: The lines are dirty.
0: Let's see.
2: yeah, that's not
1: pleasant. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's it's not pleasant. It, I'll, I'll, oh, God. I was going to say, I'll drink it, but there's a really bad aftertaste. I mean, it's
0: not so bad that I'm not going to drink it. September 6th of 2022.
1: So oh, it's, yeah. It's, 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 uh, it's past its prime. It's, that could uh, be why. I mean, I, I, IPAs aren't known for aging very well, so that could definitely be that. Well, September 6th of
0: 2022, that would have been... Oh, Almost five months ago.
1: Yeah, I guess that's not. That's so not that bad. bad. No. Huh. Well, is that a brew de- a brew on date or a Best Buy date? Probably canned. Yeah, you're probably yeah. right. Yeah. yeah weird. Um, well, that's what it's supposed to taste like then. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, not uh, not yeah. awesome. No, it's not.
0: It must be that Reese Haller. Reese long <laughs> 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 Go fuck yourself, Reese. Yeah. Yep. Um. Yeah. So that's not. It's not awesome. I mean, it. Drinks like beer, so yeah, I'm gonna drink it. Well, any beer that
1: you swallow drinks like beer.
0: Nah, not all of them. There was that one that we had on our show. There was well
1: the dill pickle beer. Well, definitely didn't drink like a beer.
0: There was also the one beer that I that I can think of that I mean, aside from Bigfoot's dick, which grew on me as I got older. We actually loved it when we did it for the show. You have no idea what
1: we're talking about. I'm not clarifying. When
0: I was younger, not not the beer for me. Right? No, because it's a what is it, a, barley it's a barley wine? Barley wine, right. yeah. Not the beer for me when I was younger, but now I like it. The farmhand shit that you had at your house at one time. Oh, that's, I still love it. Though. That's the only beer that I've ever met that I just like didn't want to finish the can. But you've had it again. I think I I had it on tap. Yeah, and it's I had delicious. it on tap and it was good. There was something about it in the can that just wasn't sure. good though. Um, yeah. So anyway, uh, Cloud Nineteen, Detroit Brewing. Nope. I don't know, I don't know dude I don't know (laughs) Detroit, or brew Detroit, not Detroit Brewing Sorry, yeah not the best But um, anyway, that's what we're drinking That's what we're talking about Let's cleanse our palate with a little bit of
1: trailer trash (music) James, I got a treat for you. Hell yeah, dude. I do. I got to pull it up here, though. Okay. I can't find my mouse. Pull it out. I'm so... Ooh, wait, no, wait. One. Pull
0: out that treat for me. Ooh,
1: okay. Uh, so we have two trailers for you this week. Uh, let's do this one first. It's a low-budget affair, but it seems very funny. <sighs> okay. So this is a movie called Citra Archa.
0: Citra what?
1: It, yeah, Citra Archa. Citra Acra. Um, a, Acra. Or Acra, sorry. <laughs> Art. I was looking at the very small, tiny font up at the top of the... Why know, don't you look at the tab. huge
0: font right at the bottom there?
1: Because I hadn't scrolled down yet. Okay. Citra, Atra. Acra. Um, Acra. No, Atra. Acra. It's, it's C-H-R-A. It could be both. It, I'm just telling you it's Acra. <laughs> huh? It could be both. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a horror movie about video games from the 80s. Really? Yeah, it looks oh. interesting. Um, it's, uh, it's, it, it looks relatively low budget, so be prepared for that. But it looks like the good kind of low budget. So, um, all these uh, trailers, again, are available on YouTube, so the, watch the along. The cover art looks cool. Yeah, cover, the cover art looks like an looks... old uh, VHS tape. Yeah, I dig cool. that. Uh, so here you go. This is Citra Arca. Acra. 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 Jeez. Oh, man.
2: If you're watching this video cassette, then you're in possession of the last prototype of the Diodati Society, and I am no longer on this mortal coil. Each uh. month between 1979.
1: Ah.
0: Uh, that looks cool, man.
1: Yeah, it's like a it's like an <laughs> old school like Atari video game that drives somebody crazy. It looks yeah, like yeah.
0: I think that looks pretty fun. Can you go down real quick? Let me see the uh sit. Uh, let me see the title.
1: Oh, here you go.
0: So Citra. Okay, I was wondering if um, cause like there's no S though. I was I was thinking like Atari something. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was wondering if it was a what do you call it um um. Is it a panagram, anagram, whatever the. It, I'm where the words are jumbled up and it has some other meaning. An anagram, yeah. Ana- anagram? Yeah. Is that what yep. it is? Uh, but yeah, that wouldn't be Atari because there's an S in it.
1: Yeah. Trash. Unless you.
0: <laughs> tr- I'm going to figure this out. Trace? It's got to be like. It's got to be like Atari shit. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I think Atari shit actually uh, works.
1: <laughs> no, uh. <laughs> Atari shit
0: Atari shit actually does work you can't spell you can't spell Atari shit without Citra Acra that's true um, <laughs> amazing uh, but that looks cool man like it You like you said it does look low low budget but the fact that it's the fact that it's about um, old school gaming uh-huh. that sort of lends itself to uh, the the uh, the low budget look of it.
1: Yeah, sorry, this guy here. Um, I, I mentioned when we were watching it, the guy, the the main video game dude.
0: His voice sounded really his, familiar. His to name me. is
1: Nathan Barnett, and he's from America's Got Talent. I'm pretty sure he's the guy that dance, that dances really awkwardly and weird. Nathan Barnett. He's like, he's like, I'm here to dance. And then he dances oh, to those really, he dances like, really dumb to those, like those guy, pop songs.
0: He's got like a receding hairline. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think That's he, him, right? Uh, you might be right.
1: I, said, I knew a Keith, he goes by Nathan, Keith something.
0: Nathan Barnett, let me... Uh,
1: I'm pretty I'm pretty certain that's him.
0: Yeah, it is.
1: What's his name though? Keith? Am I right on that?
0: Uh, Nathan Barnett, Keith Apicary. That's the one. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that's him. Yeah. He does like the uh like the he's there's one really famous gif of him, gif. I'm gonna say gif. It's fine. Sorry. That's fine. Uh where he's he's doing like his his legs are going all wacky and his arms are Yep. You know yep. what I'm talking yep. about? You yep. know you know the one I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. It's not it's um. Uh, it's everybody uses it for all kinds of stuff. But yes, yeah, so that Keith. is him.
1: My name is Keith Apicari and I'm just here to dance. This one right here,
0: <laughs> where he's wearing like a Yep. He's got a, like, khaki slacks on and also a cream-colored turtleneck. Oh, God. That's a fucking good look, dude. Turtleneck and chain, baby. Hell, yeah.
1: Um, yeah, that looks fun. Okay, our next movie for <clears throat> this night is the trailer, James, for the remake of Children of the Corn. Oh. We got it. It's coming out soon. Here's the trailer for it. Uh, from my understanding, this I've not seen this either, but my, my understanding is that this literally has... So little to do with the original source material from Stephen King. Okay, like they actually show, from my understanding, the thing in the cornfield that they never show in the original story. Okay, so we'll see. Um, oh. This is the Children of the Corn remake. All right.
2: Prepare to witness the horrific rise of the next generation of evil. Children of the Corn.
1: So you know how we've been talking about how we've been on a roll of really good child actors? Mm-hmm. This just killed it. <laughs> the, I don't think this looks good at all. No, that looks like it looks dog terrible. shit. Yeah. Uh, I mean, granted all of the children of the corn movies for the last little bit have been pretty much dog shit. <laughs> I've not seen them all, but the ones that I have seen have not been great. So yeah. I I I had higher hopes because the guy that directed this directed um uh something else that we watched that we really that we really liked. Who is it? Um Kurt Wimmer. And I don't oh, know does why. does sound familiar. Yeah, what the fuck else did he do? Hold on, I'll look it up. Uh, but, uh,
0: yeah, that... Man, that doesn't look good at all. Oh,
1: he did uh, Equilibrium and Ultraviolet. Oh, okay. He's the director of those movies with big stars and everything. Like Christian Bale was in Equilibrium. Yeah, mila Equilibrium was, was in.
0: 20 years ago, though.
1: <laughs> well, not that He long, also
0: though, did the but... Point Break remake, which sucked. Oh, did he? Yeah. I never saw it. Um, yeah, I don't... Oh, he wrote, uh, he wrote it. He wrote did it. Did he direct it, too?
1: I don't believe so. I'm looking at I'm looking at it right here. The uh no that's under his uh, his writing credits. Um,
0: but even still Equilibrium ultraviolet. I would yeah.
1: expect more out of this. And it looks uh it looks pretty pretty dog shit. Yeah, it looks awful. Yeah.
0: Uh Womp Womp. I just like I don't I don't get it, dude. Like if you're so Chilling in the Corn, obviously, Stephen King short story, like beloved. True. Right. The original, even if it's not I mean like it's not an amazing movie, but it has it's got the charm of a a movie that was made. It's got
1: the charm of a movie. It's
0: got the charm of a movie that was made back in the is it late
1: eighties? Oh, it was around there. Yeah, I forget. Eighties, I don't yeah. I
0: remember exactly. But um, it's got it's got that charm, which there's just something about movies from back then where the cheese factor doesn't matter quite as much. Sure, because it's it's part of the part of the movie it's I part agree. of the charm i agree um this movie just doesn't it looks it looks corny the ch, the child was acting that a, was looks, that a pun the, <laughs> yes i intentionally <laughs> said that it uh looks childreny it looks childreny uh it just doesn't i don't know dude like oh what i was gonna say is like you already have a you have the story you have the original children of the corn movie which is you know cult classic if you're gonna remake it, do it so well that there is no doubt that you should have done it. Well, you know I, what I mean.
1: I, I feel like that's a, a standard quo for, or, or that's the stat. That should be the status quo for any remake. Right. 1984, by the Give way, it, was the original. It, like, totally make sure that you're remaking something for a reason, especially if it's a property that everybody loves, right? Or it's well known. That's or, that's or what, what I, what I meant you.
0: to say. In in you know in way more words than I should have used make sure that it what what did you even just say make sure that it's worth it what just make just sure say? that it's
1: worth rebooting right that's all make sure that yours is your the reboot is good enough to where people go okay there was there was there was room for improvement or there was room right. for additions or or what have you mm-hmm. or maybe the original wasn't close to the source material and then you did a really amazing faithful remake of the source material right right um, Unlike how uh, Stephen King and Mick Garris did with The Shining, because apparently the Mick Garris version is not great. The I've Mick never Gar- actually seen it. Although him, but... a
0: TV one with. um,
1: Yeah, Stephen King loves it, but apparently. Well,
0: that's it's because it's very. Uh, that was the one with Stephen Weber yep. as Jack Torrance.
1: It's very close to the book, right? It's
0: pretty. Yeah. And the book has some fucky stuff in it that's like. I like the book, but when you read the book it's it's like it's like okay i can see why i can see why they made the changes in the and Stanley well, that's Stan, my, um, Stanley Kubrick just did whatever the hell he wanted Stanley Kubrick up, did make up, a then and ended up making so. one of the best horror movies of all time yeah um yeah so uh, like and Stephen King's not a director
1: no well clearly he's, he's a seen writer Maximum Overdrive Exactly
0: Maximum <laughs> Overdrive is awesome but that's because it's literally just like a cocaine fueled romp yeah it's great uh you know all
2: hail cocaine
0: (laughs) (laughs) like it's it's good for a different reason but like he doesn't have the sensibilities of a director he doesn't have the eye of a director he doesn't you know like he doesn't know how to change his stories to properly put them on screen
1: you also don't give stanley kubrick a story and say stick to this right stanley kubrick would never do that right he'd be like oh this is nice this is a cool backdrop for a story I want to tell. Right. Like, and that's it.
0: <laughs> right. And that's what he did. Yeah. And it uh, was amazing. Yeah. Um, um, okay. Anyway, those that's trailer trash. Yeah, that's trailer trash. Looks don't, awful. Don't waste your time um, on it
1: unless you're...
0: There's no Malachi. There's no Isaac. There's a little girl, I think, who's supposed to be the Isaac I, I thought
1: that as well. Yeah. It
0: just doesn't look good though. Yep. Fuck that.
1: All right. Uh, I'll watch it though. I will. I'll I'll watch something. Okay. For,
0: for free when it starts streaming somewhere. <laughs> but, um yeah, anyway, let's get into the Bleed
1: Feed. That's the one, James. Oh, I'm bitch.
0: I still can't get it right.
1: The Bleed Feed. Well, guess what, James? What? I don't have any reports of any old people dying. Nice, dude. I also don't have any reports of any young people dying.
0: Even nicer, right? dude. Hell yeah. It's a yeah. good week. I like that. It's a good
1: week. So let's jump into the news. Cool, man. Uh, M. Night Shyamalan has made movies predominantly with Disney and Universal for most of his career. Yeah. However, he has recently uh, signed a multi, multi-film, multi-year Deal with Warner Brothers. Okay. So uh, it's uh, coming out that his next film, which will be called Trap, will be coming out uh, slated as of right now for August 2nd, 2024. So there already is new M. Night Shyamalan coming if you're a fan of his work. Obviously, uh, Knock at the Cabin Door just came out. Uh, I want to see that very badly. Uh, But yeah, so he's not slowing down. And this one he is writing and producing himself. Obviously, Knock at the Cabin Door was an adaptation of a book called. Uh, Cabin at the End of the World, I think it was called. Something like that. Cabin. So it was an adaptation. Well,
0: In at the End of the World. No,
1: Cabin, it's Cabin at the End of the World, say, I that's think. Like, that's some Neil Gaiman I just, shit. I just bought it. I should know it, because I wanted to read the book before I saw the movie. But uh, yeah, so uh, Trap is his new movie coming out next year. So oh, get okay. excited for that. Uh, did you see this? This is not news as much as it is just kind of fun. Uh, we got our first look at... Lady Gaga. Oh, Gaga, as Harley Quinn Gaga. in Joker, Fale adieu. Yeah, and now it's not gonna show. <laughs> me. Hold on a sec here. Technical difficulties. There oh, we go. There she is. So that is the first, uh, the first image of her as Harley Quinn. Yep. I think it looks good. She looks a bit crazy. Uh, yeah. He looks a bit insane. Oh uh, yeah. And I think it's gonna work, uh yeah, I'm very excited for this, yeah, I actually think I'm gonna like this movie better than Joker. I um, like Joker, I did, but this this is different, like if it's a musical and everything, you know, I'm a sucker for a musical, well, yeah, I just kind of feel like it's it's gonna be different enough to where it's in a league of its own.
0: I'm excited for it. Joker was amazing. um, I still need to send you that video the uh, the one that i the one that I watched where the guy breaks it down and like he kind of you did send it to me. Did I? Yeah, I watched did it. Did you watch yeah, yeah. that? No. Yeah. It's very convincing. It is. No, and I, I think it's spot on. Oh, dude, I think it might be the same guy too. I just watched a I watched a video about Fight Club the other day.
1: No, it's not where I thought you were going. And like this
0: that. guy, this guy, <laughs> this guy breaks it down and he's like, the twist in Fight Club that nobody talks about. And I was like, okay, I'm intrigued. So I watched it. It's 25 minutes long, and this guy breaks down Fight Club in a way that I've never like I've Heard people and I myself have sort of like hinted at this kind of stuff before, but the way this guy breaks down Fight Club and just like totally turns it on its head yep. blew my mind. Okay. And I got to send it to you. It's 25 Please minutes. Do. You got to watch it. Please I think it, it might be the same guy.
1: I haven't watched Fight um, Club in forever.
0: Fight Club. It's so good. Uh, have you ever read the book? No, I've not. Also good.
1: I've always wanted um, to read Chuck Flawlock's or however you say his last name. I I don't know how you say it. Flow.
0: <laughs> Chuck Palahniuk. Oh, uh, Palahniuk. Yeah. It's what like. movie were we were watching the other day? Where, well, shit. What movie was that? It was a movie where uh, somebody runs into the middle of the street, and there's a Chuck Palahniuk quote on a marquee right above their head. Was and, that? And it's a uh, it's a uh, find find out what scares you the most and go live there.
1: Was that the movie where? Ah oh, fuck! They're, it's like a game, and they're trying to figure out stuff. Oh god, what was that movie?
0: What was it? Did we just do it for the show? We
1: Did not not recently. It was like last year, but like
0: no, this was just within the past like three or four weeks. Ah
1: oh, fuck! What do we do? I can't remember. I don't know. Look it up. Well I go into the next? Video <laughs> I'm here? awful,
0: but uh, yeah, the the this this picture though of of Harley Quinn and Joker, it looks good to me. I'm excited for it. There's, there's some, there has been a little bit of, since you said earlier that you don't like, I, I apparently keep up on pop culture more than you do, which okay. is weird because I always have felt like you, maybe I keep up on the, like people bitching about pop culture more. Was
1: it the me- the menu? Mm, me- no, no, Not it wasn't. the
0: menu? Okay, sorry. No, um, but, uh, there's people upset about the Harley Quinn thing. Why? well because so the animated series that's out right now that there's a Harley Quinn animated series right yeah where she's in a romantic relationship with Poison Ivy yes and they
1: it's a hysterical show by the way they
0: call it Harlyivy or Harly Harley okay they're you know their couple name sure. right sure and so there's people who are like upset because this image that has been posted pretty pretty clearly shows the, you know, the possible intimate relationship between Harley Quinn and the Joker. Sure. And they're saying, they're saying, like, oh, this is bullshit. The Har-Livey uh, storyline is canon now. Can I stop now. right there? Can I stop right there? Yeah.
1: Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Enjoy things. Well. Okay?
0: Well, and they're also saying... Well, fuck! They're also saying, like, they're also saying, oh, so we're just gonna, so we're just gonna show a toxic, like the the toxic relationship between Har- Harley and Joker and like this is a we're gonna yeah. nor- normalize this in twenty twenty three. And I'm like it's
1: not normalizing. It's a fucking movie about a goddamn toxic relationship. Well and <laughs> like, that's it's not normalizing. Well and yet. that's the
0: thing is like the, the the relationship between Harley Quinn and Joker has always been extremely toxic. And trying to ignore the fact that there are people in very like damaging and toxic relationships in real life yeah. is like, w- w- that's that's silly. Why, like, those like things- to 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 depict it in a movie. It might be, it might be traumatizing for some people sure. to watch it because they've been in Could very be toxic sure. relationships. Yeah. But it doesn't negate the fact that it's a real thing that yeah. happens. Like, I mean, it's it's obviously a little overblown when you have the crown, the fucking clown prince of crime, and 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 Harley Quinn. But like. This is a real thing that happens in real life. Like, light. Real life is filled with drama. These, it's filled with pain. It's filled with anguish. It's filled with, it's filled with trauma. It's filled with abuse. These same fucking people. And to people, put that stuff on screen is not wrong. No,
1: these and these same fucking people that will start yelling on the internet about this will then get off the internet and go back to reading their fucking Fifty Shades of Gray and pretend like that's not traumatic and fucking abusive. Right. The so fight, fuck like, you, people! Yeah, God, yeah. I'm so sick of it. Oh
0: well, dude. Like, the, I mean, <laughs> so
1: fucking I'm, sick of it's it.
0: It's It's the same. It's the same people who will like. It, yeah, you're exactly right. They'll, they'll look at a. They'll look at a character like what's his name, Christian Grey. What, yeah. His, yeah. Something like that.
1: Yeah. Not very Christian-like. <laughs> they'll
0: look at. They'll look at that, and they'll be like, "Oh my God! Like having a man take charge like that. Well, that's fucked. Like, how is that not toxic? Yeah. Like that's yeah." You know, that's like that's no, it's, it's, that's it's, equally as it's, it's thousand percent. It's equally as abusive, like or 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 the like. There's got to be other like
1: the whole book is about mental abuse too, not even just the physical part of it. Sure, yeah, mental abuse. Right, I haven't read them. <laughs>
2: I swear. To... No, it's uh, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, no, it's no, just I, like I just, it's I hate
0: it, man. It, it's like uh, I and and okay I, if you if you like... if, if you're worried about if you're worried about ke- like about canon. We're so far away from that at this point. Yeah. The like how many fucking different versions of Batman are there? How many It's Called different... the multiverse. Right. Duh. So like just, just let these movies exist. And if you and if you're and if you're upset by the by the depiction of a toxic relationship, then don't fucking watch it's, it. It's it's crazy. Know?
1: It's it's always so funny to me and crazy that these people get all upset about these comic book characters. Not sticking to the same canonical like timeline, right? And having canonical. Like, canonical, sorry. Yeah. Like timelines having different things going on. They're based on fucking comic <laughs> books. Do you know how many timelines exist <laughs> yeah. at the same time in comic books? Right. Shut the fuck up, sit down and and just enjoy and either the watch the shit that it, you're and either, getting. Like, and either watch it or don't. <laughs> oh, I and, e- and it. even if
0: you and even if you watch it and hate it, that's fine.
1: I feel like we're having a Ben Shapiro moment right now or something.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Listen, uh, facts don't care about your feelings. Oh, my God.
1: Okay, anyway, moving on here. Is
0: is is there a a toxic relationship between Harley Quinn and the Joker? Sure, fine, of course.
1: Speaking (laughs) of all things politically correct, it seems like uh, this month, Eli Roth is finally starting to shoot his Thanksgiving horror film. Yeah, okay, sure. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently that's happening. Uh, Also what's being reported here is that if the Patrick Dempsey (laughs) is starring in it really yes
0: (laughs) that's awesome oh that is
1: amazing he's in talks to star in the movie about the fucking Thanksgiving cannibal I'm I'm so into this what's the McSteamy
0: what's the no that's Patrick Duffy okay it's Patrick wait Hold on, am I mixing them? You said Patrick Dempsey? Dempsey, yeah. Dempsey is McSteamy. Okay. Patrick Duffy is... I was thinking the dad from Step by Step. No, that's no, no. Patrick no, no, Duffy. No, no. no. So, yeah, yeah, Patrick Dempsey so, is McSteamy. So, so McSteamy Dude, is... That's hilarious. Is,
1: ...is leading the charge in Eli Roth's Thanksgiving movie. That's awesome. So into it. <laughs> uh, and the last bit of news, because there wasn't a whole lot this week. Um, you were reading an article a while back about uh, David Harbour talking about his experience with Hellboy and how as much as he loved that movie and making the movie uh, it was a crash course to don't fuck with established established IP, characters right, established yeah. IP so on that note and this has nothing to do with David Harbour but on that note Millennium Media is making a brand new Hellboy movie what <laughs> they're going back to the well Again. Why? Apparently Brian Taylor is going to be directing it. He's directed such bangers as Ghost Rider, Spirit of Vengeance. Hell yeah. Uh Gamer with Gerard. Gamer with Gerard
0: Butler. Gerard Butler and Michael C. Hall, right?
1: Oh, was he I never saw it. Was C Hall in it? Yeah. I know that.
0: I've heard I've heard Okay. I that there's a, I don't, I'm going I've, from, I've heard mixed reviews but it sounds like the type of movie that we would like.
1: Yeah, I'm going from worst to best year. So okay. he's the Ghost Rider gamer. He did Crank, which I love Crank. Oh, crank I think was Crank is great. Bad. He also did Mom and Dad, the Nicolas Cage Selma, uh, Selma Blair movie. Yeah. So I don't know how this is going to I don't know how this is going to pan out. Probably going to be a while before, you know. Whatever.
0: So this is not not with David Harbor though, right? No, you no, just no, no, use no. that as a just to, to, transition. Just stop
1: making new Hellboy movies, right? Um, apparently, the working title is Hellboy the Crooked Man. I don't know. I'm assuming it's based on a comic run that uh, that Hellboy had. Interesting. Not sure. I'm not. A, I'm not a uh, Hellboy reader, but um, anyway, yeah. If you're into Hellboy, that's news for you. Interesting. I have an idea. Maybe let Guillermo del Toro make his third Hellboy movie that'll actually make money. Yeah. And people want to see it. Yeah. Instead of making new Hellboy and like I don't know, casting DJ Qualls as Hellboy. DJ Qualls. <laughs> <laughs> it's a random pull, but they would do that. Anyway, though, that's uh that's your news for the week.
0: All right on. So, we're going to take a little bit of a break and when we get back, Mike, yes or nope, are we going to talk about aliens?
1: Yup. Nope. Nope. <laughs> It's a youper answer. (laughs) Yup. 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 We'll be back. Yup. Throughout this, you'll see faces
0: ripped apart with hooks, a man slashing himself into a bloody pulp, and graphic, macabre, torturous images that defy description.
1: Nope, nope, nope. Ooh, that was nice. That was nice. We, eh. should, we should play music together.
0: <laughs> when you listen back to that after you haven't had a few beers,
1: you realize it's nope, 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 no, no, nope, nope, Think of that. <laughs> what are those animals? Nope, nope, nope. It's seagulls. Oh, it's the seagulls. That's mine, mine. <laughs> All right. Uh, nope from Jordan Peele from uh, from the year of 2022. Uh, the residents of a lonely gulch in inland California bear witness to an uncanny and chilling discovery.
0: Gul- gulch is a weird word, huh? Gulch?
1: Yeah. Big gulch, eh? <laughs> well, <laughs> see ya. See you later. <laughs> Isn't that a weird word, though? Gulch? <laughs> it is kind of funny, yeah. yeah. Um, so this movie is starring uh, Daniel Kalua who plays... Kalua, P- uh, Kaluuya, sorry. Come on. Uh, playing O.J. Hayward. Uh, you had Kiki Palmer, who's playing Emerald Hayward, his sister... Uh, playing their father, is the great Keith David. Legend. I didn't know that was him at first. I heard his voice, but it's got to be fucking Keith oh, David. Oh, yeah, dude. His face was sort of in shadow when you first mm-hmm. seen him, though. I'm like, is it? It's got to be. It once, sounds exactly like him.
0: Yeah, once you hear his voice, it's. I'm there, like, there is no doubt.
1: That is my Spawn right there. <laughs> um, he played Spawn in the HBO animated series. He was the voice of oh, Spawn. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: So, I think, so when I only hear his voice, that's what I think of. Like I know his face is iconic, right? Mm. So... The voice comes second fiddle to the face. So when I can't see his face, that's what I think of.
0: To me, I just think of the Frank of the Beans. That's fair. That's fair. Is it, what am I looking at here? Is it the Frank <laughs> of <or> the Beans?
1: <laughs> uh, you have Brandon Pereira, who plays Angel Torres, the fries technician extraordinaire. Uh, Michael Wincott... Uh, plays Antlers, who is the documentarian, basically. Sure. Which I have questions. Cinematographer. Cinematographer. Yeah. I have questions about his character in this because I think I missed something in the movie. Okay. Uh, Stephen Yun uh, is Joop, and Joop. Uh, that's about it. Uh, he's got a wife. She doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, you Ren Schmidt plays Amber. No,
0: you don't matter. In <laughs> fact, about ten seconds, and not even gonna be matter. <laughs> that from it's still aliens men in black dude oh. no <laughs> <laughs> oh, you do not matter. back in about ten seconds now I'm gonna be madder
1: <laughs> I'll allow it Sugar uh and water. also a wild appearance from a wild Oz Perkins as Finn Bachman
0: I like to see Oz Perkins in the wild
1: I love I love, I love seeing a wild Oz Perkins pop up. I he like does it every now and then yeah one of my he's one of my favorite directors he hasn't done like oh a you're ton. just throwing it out there huh he hasn't done a ton ton but have you is there anything that he's done that you haven't loved? No. He kind of like Ty West. Like we loved everything Ty West did, like when he was starting out and everything else. Oz Perkins is one of those guys, and he he comes from like horror royalty, sure. But dude is just watch the Black Coats Daughter and tell me you don't love his directing sensibilities.
0: Yeah, Black Coats Daughter and uh, uh what the hell is a? God, it had a really long title. I'm the. I'm the pretty thing that lives in the house.
1: Cuckoo Choo. Cuckoo Cacheo. <laughs> is that what it was called? I am the pretty thing that lives in the house. Yes. Cuckoo Cacheo? Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh yeah, I like that one too.
1: Oz Perkins does look like he could play somebody in the Beatles. Um Put a bob on him, like a little no, short no, uh, short no, English
0: bob. No, he's too tall. Yeah. All short. those Brits are small because yeah, all they true. eat is fucking beans and toast. <laughs>
1: Bangers and mash, man. Anyway, though, that's, ir-
0: uh, that's Irish, dude.
1: Nope. All right. Nope. nope. James. Yeah. Tell me about Nope. All right. So, <clears throat> long time coming for this one.
0: Yeah, long time coming. <laughs> the slow stroke, if you will. Um,
2: <laughs> I'm still coming.
0: <laughs> so what I'm hoping. That- so, what I'm hoping has happened is I'm hoping that you looked into this movie quite a bit, did you or did you not? Um,
1: I looked into things enough to see if what I was thinking was correct.
0: okay, I didn't because okay. for okay. a very specific reason, I watched this movie last night, okay, and when I got done with the movie, I was sitting on my couch
2: <clears throat>
0: and I was thinking like, what is it like I saw what I saw. And then I was like, well, this is a Jordan Peele movie, so what is this movie about? Sure. Right?
1: What did you, Okay, so what did you get from it?
0: Dude, let me finish my little thing here. Let me finish my spiel. Okay. So I go, what is so this So what mo-? did you think about it? <laughs> I go, what is this movie about? And while I was sitting there trying to decide what the movie was about, I fell asleep.
1: <laughs> Sounds about right.
0: So then I wake up at uh, like 4.30 a.m. I've got it. Well it, it was kind of like that. It was like 4:30 a.m. and uh Aaron was getting up out of bed to go to work. And I like I forgot Wait.
1: wait. What is 4 a.m.? Huh? What oh, what is that? It's like I've never I've never been awake at that time. It's a time in the morning. I've I've been up that late. I've, I've never been I've been, been up, I've been that up early until
0: then. Yeah. I've just never I've never been to sleep and then gotten up that Is early. Is it the
1: same thing?
0: It's the same thing. It's the same time. <laughs> you don't say. It's just like <laughs> instead of staying up that late, you actually get up that early. Oh weird. Do you get what I'm saying? Weird. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, her uh, her scrubs were still in the dryer. So I was like, oh, I'm gonna go down and iron those real quick for. Her. So I'm standing there ironing them. I'm fucking tired as shit. And then all of a sudden, all this stuff just starts popping into my head. And I go, oh, my God. Okay. I think this might be what the movie's about. So I stop ironing and I type as much of it as as I possibly can.
1: Lay it on me verbatim. Well, no. Excuse me.
0: So uh, I'm not going to lay it on you because it's a bunch of stuff. But like... so here's the thing. I didn't go and check. I didn't listen to any, any interviews with Jordan Peele. Neither did I. I didn't look up any articles or reviews about the movie. Okay. To see if what I was thinking was right, because I knew that you probably would. So I wanted to come into it with just my impression of the movie, and see how it lines up.
1: Okay. Because I t- just, let, let me I just, I
0: just felt like that's the way I wanted to do that this week. What do you um, got? So. Just just to jump off, just to jump off uh, this movie, the synopsis, the residents of a lonely. G- oh, you already said this. I did. Okay, you can, you can read all it right, again so, if it makes uh, you feel better. Yeah. No, it's all right because I, I I got to the word gulch and I realized, <laughs> oh shit, we already talked about this. So basically, what Isn't you gulch have, a weird word? Is it? <laughs> it it's kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah. Gulch. It's a weird word.
1: Big gulch. Eh? <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, see you later. <laughs> um. So. You have Daniel Kaluuya playing OJ, who is the son of uh, a famous horse trainer huh? in the uh, in the in the Hollywood Hills or whatever. What, what would you call this? I'm not good with. I'm not good I, with it's the. It's not the
1: hills. It's like the Hollywood. We'll call it the Barons. It's out in the middle of nowhere. Sure. Yeah.
0: Sure. I'm not good with California stuff. The Hollywood.
1: Stuff. Uh, Actually, it says literally in inland California. Inland California, it's a, California, gulch, James. It's a, gulch. It's a gulch, It's a gulch in a gulch. California.
0: Um, so they're in the California gulch. <clears throat> you know the gulch. Um, sure. So he's 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 third third or fourth generation horse trainer. Mm-hmm. They're part of this family who's been basically. Uh, lending their services, well, not lending their services, but uh, offering their services to Hollywood for a few generations now. They train horses, horses to do stunts in movies. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's like whenever you see a horse in a movie, they're one of the companies you would call. They provide right. the horses. They're the trainers. They're there. Yada yada. What were yep. they
0: called? Haywood. Haywood. Why didn't I Something. Write that down? Yeah,
1: so Haywood Productions yeah. or something like that. Yeah,
0: well, it was it was a it was alliterative, so it was Haywood horse. Haywood horse something um but anyway so the beginning of the movie you basically just see like dad's dad's kind of in, in control of the operation keith david uh oj is in the in the the co-pilot seat he's being groomed for you know like
1: to take over to take day.
0: over the ranch at some point in time but then all of a sudden stuff starts just raining out of the sky you can't really tell it's pretty it's it's weird. It's almost like when you see uh, um, like bullets like hit dirt in, in old Western movies and stuff like that. Like, uh-huh. ping, just throws up a little bit of dust. And he doesn't know what's going on. O.J. doesn't know what's going on. Then he turns around and realizes that his dad is slumped over, sitting on top of one of his favorite horses, Ghost. And uh, he's killed by a nickel? Is that what it is? It's a nickel, yeah. It's a nickel. It goes straight through his eye yep. and kills him. So after that it's just like it kind of it kind of sets up like OJ's trying to make things work like he doesn't he doesn't really have the same kind of grasp on the the business as his dad. He doesn't have the same same kind of personality that that his dad has like the outgoing personality and he's just trying to make things work uh alongside his sister who is she's trying to make things work as like a Actress, singer, fashion designer, uh, director, fashion designer—like she's trying to do all of it, and uh, at the same time, her this she's helping her brother out as almost like a side project at this point. So it's basically like they're just trying to figure out how they're going to keep things afloat at the ranch, right? And that's where that's where the whole movie kicks off. Like, how's the family going to keep things afloat? And then they head back to the house after basically a blown shoot because the horse freaks out because somebody some stupid idiot comes in.
1: And... Dumbass cinematographer comes in with like a fucking light thing and scares the horse. It's like a reflection or something like that and it scares the horse. It's
0: like a circular. It was a like a circular mirror ball. I don't yeah. even know. And I can't. Goes, I is can't is pretend he and...
1: to make one later, and it never comes back.
0: Well, I think I think the reason he makes one is is specifically to, cause like
1: train the horses to not freak out. At it. Right. Okay. Right. It was like,
0: you have to, you have to take into consideration everything that might take place on a set. And then you have to teach the horse that it's completely normal.
1: Okay. That makes sense. I didn't understand why they showed him making one of those and they never went back to it. But right. that actually does make sense.
0: Like in that moment, even though it was like there was maybe two or three seconds before the horse freaked out and kicked somebody or almost kicked somebody, he took note of what they were doing and and decided oh this is something that's on a film set that might pop up from time to time so i need to make this to make sure that i normalize it with the horse sure um uh, so i mean like he knows what he's doing like he's he's it, he's just not as confident as his dad was yeah oh yeah business. absolutely um so
1: he's it, not he's not a speaker either. Like he can't give a speech to save his life.
0: No, he very much seems like a sort of an introverted kind of yep. guy. Depend, um,
1: depends on his sister for that and she's always late for everything. So <laughs>
0: right. yeah. and always preoccupied with other things. Yep. Um I we don't need to go point for point on no. this movie really. Uh it's because it's relatively new. I don't want to you know, I don't want to lay the entire movie out. Yeah,
1: spoilers like usual. <coughs> sure, um, yeah. Yada yada yada. But So tell me though, what, what did you get out of this movie? Even before you tell me what you felt about it, what did you think it was about?
0: Um, okay. So being that it was a Jordan Peele movie, when we initially started seeing, uh, promos and stuff for this movie, I was like, everybody was like, Oh, it's aliens. And uh, you, you can go, you can even go back and, and listen to previous episodes were well, we, the where we talked about this movie. The and advertising
1: I said, for this movie was incredible. Oh yeah, incredible, especially coming off of you know uh, Get Out and Us or whatever. Like this is the next Jordan Peele epic, right? Like, and it was like the way they advertised it was so like oh, all the advertising was very held back, right? It was very did, mysterious. Yeah, yeah, you didn't know what it was about. You didn't know what it was. You saw Daniel Kaluuya again. And Kaluya, but and everyone knows him from get out. So it's yeah. like he's back with him. And like it was all very exciting. Like, what is this movie about? Like, what's going on? Why are there flags in the sky? What is this poster? What is this? What well, is that? Like, like no people, one knew what anything meant.
0: People started in after like the second teaser trailer. People were like, Oh, it's an alien movie. And I there was this there was an episode where we watched this, I think the second trailer or something like that for trailer trash. And I go. I'm not ready to say it just yet. I'm not ready to say that it's aliens, sure, just yet, because it's fucking it's Jordan Peele, right? Like, it's he not thi- of he makes planet you, Earth, right? He makes yeah. you think that it's one thing, and then and and it, even so, like it got so on the nose that like in the trailer you could see, or no, it was a, a promo a promo uh, picture where you could see like little stuffed aliens floating in the air. And I go... Was there? Yeah, there I was... I never saw that. Yeah, before. it was a promo... It was a promo... It was like a promo poster almost. Okay. And it was... You could see a horse flying through the air, and then you could see like a bunch of other shit, and then you could see those little white-faced, black-cloaked, stuffed aliens, like what jupe's kids are wearing. Sure. You could see those floating through the air. Okay. And I go, that seems too on the nose to me for, for Jordan Peele. Like, he wants you to think that it's aliens yeah but i'm not ready to say that it's aliens just yet um turns out turns out it's about aliens (laughs) is it i mean like yeah it's like about a it's about spoiler spoilers here it's about a giant seemingly flying saucer which turns out to actually just be a huge hungry creature that looks like a flying saucer yeah
1: it's weird it's weird. We'll talk about it, but it's weird.
0: Is it aliens? Is yeah, there it is. is there it, I is. Mean, it is. Okay.
1: Yeah. No, that that part of it's not like that there's no there's subtext to the movie, but there's but what you're seeing on screen is still what you're seeing on screen. Right. So, yes, it is an alien. It is it, it's a craft that is It's not a, a craft though. It's a craft that is a living breathing organism. Okay, all right. So, yes, well, it so is Well, so it would be a craft, then. It it is would, a it's flying, an animal it is of a some kind flying saucer. That saucer could be alive, though. Yeah, when taken, yeah, when know. taken
0: in the literal sense, it is yeah. a saucer that flies through the air.
1: Yeah, the the um, the actual <clears throat> like creature, flying balloon, floaty deely that you see at the end, contrary to popular belief, is not a Chinese balloon that they're going to shoot down. I thought that was timely, though.
0: And it's um, and it's not even it's it's not even a a uh, bottle cap balloon from the North Illinois bottle cap, balloon, brigade. Oh, it's not. So you not. fucked me up because yeah, I was no, going to say not. that's what it was. No, God
1: damn it. Yeah, um, sorry, sorry
0: to fu- sorry actually, to throw that. Into-
1: it's actually based off of Jordan Peele's a huge anime fan. uh Akira is one of his favorite. It's his favorite anime, maybe one of his favorite <clears throat> movies of all time. Okay, which explains completely why you saw that really sweet motorcycle slide. Yeah, hell in, yeah. in this movie, it's one hundred percent what that was. Okay, yeah. Um, but uh that monster apparently was inspired by one of his other favorite animes. Evangelical something, not evangelical, even uh, Evangeline something or other. I forget what it's called. Okay. Correction for next week. Sure. But it's some anime that he based it off of um, from there. It's one of the angels from that anime. Okay. Is where he got the idea from. Um, But yeah, it's this big living, breathing octopus, -like, like a squid, jellyfish looking creature that floats in the sky, basically.
0: It looks like uh it looks like billowing sheets hanging on a line in a wi- on a windy day
1: mixed with a uh what do they call those the the the, the tests where they have the ink blot
0: Is it uh Neon Genesis Evan- Evangelion? It. Yep, that's it. Okay.
1: What's what do they call it though? The uh, ink blot test? A uh, Rorschach. A Rorschach. It looks yeah. like a Rorschach test as well. Cause, sort of, Sure. Cuz yeah. it's completely like symmetrical. Yeah. So Yeah.
0: Um, it was yeah, really so be- it was really beautiful though, like the was, way it yeah. moved at the end of the movie.
1: Very flowy and everything. Yeah. yeah. So the movie is about aliens, right? Sure. But yeah. There's obvious subtext, but yeah. what was the subtext that you were getting out of it?
0: All right. So here, here's my. I keep
1: wanting you to say it because I don't want to like tell you what I know beforehand.
0: Here's my 5 a.m. thoughts. Right. Spill it on me. So my thought is because this is a Jordan Peele movie, and because Jordan Peele movies usually have some sort of Social commentary or subtext that, you know, that you can look into. First of all, let me just say, I think that you can watch this movie and take it just as is. Sure. I, I think that it's I think that if somebody wanted to sit down and watch this movie as an alien movie, uh,
1: you, you can absolutely do so. You and can, you can sit
0: do down that. and there's nothing else you have to you have to read into about this movie whatsoever. Sure. It's just aliens terrorizing this particular part of california and and it is what it is and it's perfectly awesome in that regard it is. like i think it's a really cool alien movie in that regard but because it's jordan peele and because i we tend to overanalyze stuff here's where i here's where i went with it this is a little disjointed because like i said i was ironing scrubs and (laughs) it was 5 a.m um
1: James James no one wants to gross.
0: so I think it's a commentary on the film industry interesting so, so if you look at the the characters uh I started with Jupe because to me Jupe was the most interesting character mm-hmm. so Jupe is he's the child actor he's the child star who was so this movie starts with something that's somewhat perplexing like it starts with you hear like this violent scene taking place it starts with like laughter studio audience laughter and and like uh, and a family talking to each other and then all of a sudden you hear like some popping noises and you hear commotion and you hear the 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 sounds that a chimp would make and then you just hear like pounding sounds and stuff and you go oh this sounds like you know a chimp's fucking some people up and then the screen, suddenly comes on you you start to see the images and you just see somebody's feet and you see a a, a chimp come on onto screen onto screen and he's covered in blood so he's obviously been like beating on people and stuff like that
1: eating tomatoes
0: eating tomatoes um and then that scene kind of concludes and you're like what the hell was that all about and then it just cuts to the narrative about oj and his family and stuff like that but it eventually gets back to Jupe and you hear the backstory of Jupe and how he was actually a child actor on this show, which was what the hell was it even called? I Gordy? Gord, uh
1: The Gordy show or something like that. Yeah. Gordy was the name of the, the Gordy was the name
0: of the chimp. Yeah. Um and so here's why here's why I thought Jupe was a really interesting character. So he was the child star who like when you think when you think about child actors in Hollywood, some of them go on like some of them are like uh, you know Jennifer Love Hewitt, who goes on to have a good career after she's a child star, or like Drew Barrymore or or uh, Winona Ryder, right? Sure. You have these people who are the success, Feldman. the success stories, <laughs> the success stories of the of of Hollywood as child uh, actors. Sure. Yeah. But then there's a lot of them who just kind of get chewed up and spit out on the other side, right? And after that, they've got two choices. They can either just move on with their lives the way any normal person would, you know, like maybe you go get a degree in fucking law and become a lawyer, or like uh, the dude from Friday the th- Friday the Thirteenth, you know, like oh, uh, Larry sure Yeah, Larry Sher.
1: No, Larry. Uh... Whatever, Larry.
0: Yeah, I can't think. Of, yeah, or, or or you become a teacher or whatever, right? Or in Jupe's case, he essentially goes on to and there's there are examples of people like this in in Hollywood. There's people who basically ride out the rest of their career or their life with, uh, by like taking advantage of who they were as a child star. Sure. Yeah. Like tapping into that nostalgia that people have for you as that child ri- they're star. They're
1: riding that one horse their entire life.
0: Right. So to me, Jupe, he was the child star who kind of and I put lived to tell about it because he literally lived through this horrific thing. So
1: did Jupe Yeah, so he lived through this whole thing or whatever. And I I I just have a question though, because you're talking about how he like rode this out his entire life. Mm-hmm. It's important to mention that he is the the main celebrity attraction at this old western like frontier town. This place
0: called Jupiter's Claim. Yeah, which is so he
1: built that right. Yeah, did he build that because of what the main attraction was?
0: What do you What do you mean? Well, main attraction
1: oh. being that 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 he felt as though he could tame aliens.
0: No, I don't think so. Because he okay. said because Jupiter's Claim seemed like it had been there for quite a long time, and to me. So like Jupe was the child star who who lived through it. And there are a lot of child stars who basically just ride up, like ride through the rest of their lives based on that small amount of fame. Like one example I can think of is the kid who played one of the bullies in a Christmas story.
1: That's all he ever did. Yeah.
0: He he now owns the house from a Christmas story and he Does he really? He has people pay to take tours there. Okay. So he's he's living off of he's making a comfortable living off of that one little thing that he did when he was a kid. So Jupe lived through lived through this horrific thing or lived through being a child star and now he came out the other side and he's not a huge star anymore, but he's able to make his living tapping into people's nostalgia. But he's he's tucked away his most dirty secret, the the thing that he could really grift on, which is the 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 experience with Gordy. The Gordy stuff, yeah. which he keeps tucked away in a secret room in his office. And he sometimes has like the super fans, they'll come in and they'll pay a you know, pay top dollar to come in and spend the night. $10,000, something
1: like that, to spend the night. He said he had
0: one, yeah, he said he had one couple pay him like 10 or 15 grand to spend the night in that room. And he's like, I didn't ask any questions. They do whatever they want to do, right? Sure. And you can tell that he's got like, he's, he's not even really messed up from the, the situation that happened when he was younger. He's, he almost has like this reverence for it. Like this is the, this was my defining moment in my entire life. He's a bit disassociative though with it. Well, like I said, like like he's—it's weird. I think that he's like so. Even the fact that he has a theme park that's Western themed, like he is willing—he's willing to do what he has to do to tap into to people's nostalgia to keep. The show was also Western themed, right? right? Yeah. No, what which show?
1: The Gordy show. No, wasn't Gordy wearing like a Western? No, Gordy was wearing
0: a. It was it was his a birthday hat. It was his birthday.
1: Okay, I thought the clothes that he was wearing though looked kind of country western.
0: No, it was just like a suburban family. Okay. Okay. Fair. So enough. like so he's he's willing to tap into nostalgia just to keep himself relevant. So that's why he's got a place that's like based on westerns. But he keeps this Gordy stuff tucked away for the diehards, right? That's something that he's willing to grift on if it's gonna bring him enough money. Um so then he's always willing to move on to the next big thing if he thinks that it's gonna if it's gonna bring him the cash dollars, right? And that's why when you see that scene where he brings all the people into the to the arena to show them the aliens the first time, they ve- they make a very they make it a point to show that at one like one minute the slushy stand is set up where you can go buy a cold slushy, and then it cuts back to um to Jupe doing his whole spiel about the aliens and even bringing his wife and kids out and exploiting them for the money. Yep. And then it cuts back to the slushy machine and now it's suddenly surrounded by stuffed aliens. Mm -hmm. Like he's, he's always looking for that quick dollar. You know what I mean? Yep. And so he's, uh, he's willing to exploit everything that he can. Even his old co-star who you think died in the beginning of the movie He's willing to exploit her. He has her in the stands. She yeah. says, Oh, my first crush and my old co star.
1: Absolutely a callback to the story of Travis the Chimp. It's 1000% that.
0: Do, how he did he rip rip off a lady's face or something like that do you like not that? know
1: the travis the chimp story
0: it was well what what she was a, it she
1: was a caretaker for a chimp and the chimp went yeah. crazy and like ripped her face off ripped her face off yeah. yeah and like disfigured her and everything else right it, there's no way that couldn't have been at least like an approximation oh, sure. to that literally her
0: face was ripped off yeah but like if you think about it like why else would he have her in the stands like she's yeah no it's exactly what it is he's tapping into the nostalgia of the people in the stands so he can get a little bit more hey, money come, out of come it come
1: here and let me exploit you and I'll pay you right yeah
0: right and so he's 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 willing to do that just for and and so that's like I said it <laughs> that was a really long like I said I thought I thought Jupe was one of the more interesting characters yeah. most interesting characters so. He was the side of the industry where it's like child actors who make their way through the industry and they don't necessarily go on to be stars later in life, but they're able to grift off of uh, that little bit of fame that they had when they were younger. Then you have O.J., who to me was like the disenfranchised Hollywood baby. Like he he grew up around the industry because his dad was very active in the industry when he was when he was younger. So. He's been around it since he was a child, and he loved it when he was younger. Uh, but he's seen the darker side of the in- industry since then, and he's even literally watched the industry take his dad's life, if you can look at it that yeah. way, right? I guess, like, I guess so. Yeah. In the within <laughs> the confines of the movie, the aliens take his life because they drop shit out of their out of its butthole <laughs> onto <laughs> the ground. But your
1: dad die a shit nickel.
0: And he sees his sister headed down kind of this path where she wants to just be this famous, like she's, she's a singer, she's an sure, actor, she's sure. a director, she, she'll, she, she'll do it all, right? And all she's ever looking for is just that like pinnacle of stardom. She wants to get the, quote unquote, the Oprah shot, right? Like that's what she's looking for all the time. So you've got you've got Jupe who's the old child star. You've got uh, OJ, who's the sort of disenfranchised kid who's grown up around the industry his entire life. You have uh, uh, Kiki Palmer. What's her? Uh... Um,
1: Emerald. Is it Emerald? Yeah,
0: Emerald. Yeah, Emerald. You have Emerald, who is the the one who's just looking for any avenue that she can find to make it to to stardom. Mm-hmm. You have Antlers Holst who is the Where did
2: he
1: come from?
0: He's the intense like enigmatic.
1: But where did they meet him though? Cuz they had his information. Was he the cinematographer on he the was, shoot they got fired from? Yeah. Okay, so how how do they know though, that he was this big prolific
0: cuz he's famous. So he's the he's the famous he's the famous uh, cinematographer who has seen it all. He's seen every aspect of the industry but somehow has found himself doing commercials. So but they all, so, but so because all he, of
1: that they thought we can offer him and tempt him with this but idea. But they well of, but
0: they know who he really is. So like all he like maybe the reason he's found himself only working in commercials is because he only cares about the artistic side of it, right? He sure. doesn't care so much about the the money. He cares more about like getting he even t- it talks about like getting the impossible shot sure right so he's the guy he's like the old vet who has seen everything but he cares so much about the art that he's that he's he's waiting for the opportunity to get the impossible I shot think it's, and,
1: I i think it's important to mention too like the reason that they're all coming together is what happens on the ranch right like, I, I feel like we're we're describing all the characters and why they're there, but not saying we haven't said why they're actually oh, there. yeah, no, yeah.
0: and and we can get to that. Like I was just you wanted me to describe why I thought that's tied into the idea. Well, sure. Of like, I
1: I think it's all relative though because if you being, haven't seen the movie, then you're not going to understand. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's all. Yeah.
0: So they so they 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 want they realize that there's something going on on the ranch and they keep seeing this thing in the sky, and it's I actually I love how quickly they get to. Like they really don't beat around the bush. No, they don't. Like they pretty clearly show you that it's an an aircraft of some kind. The with,
1: first time that you see the alien ship, like moving through the clouds, mm-hmm. is akin to the alien that you see in Signs, yeah, just walking across the the patio. Yeah. Like I was like, oh fuck, that gave me the chills. I, I love
0: it. the way the ship moves in this. In this, it's movie. very cool. It's not it's even. Very cool. It's not even really trying to hide that much. Yeah. You know. Like it'll like I love the like the fact that it sits behind a cloud and it never moves is really eerie. Sure. And then but every once in a while when it comes out and then it like and then it like decides to dart from cloud to cloud, it's pretty visible. And it's very spooky, you know what I mean? Like No, it, it definitely is. It doesn't it doesn't bother trying to make itself completely invisible at all times because it knows that nobody it's like an alpha per, uh, apex predator yeah. you know yeah like nobody really can do anything about it so it it's also just doesn't like
1: wanna leave so it knows how to hide itself
0: <clears throat> right right it's found a place that's just like like ready to be tapped for resources for yep. food yep uh which is really cool
1: so, with, with all these characters, then, like, what, like, like I was asking before, like, what, how, like, what did you think the movie was about? Like, I get what you're saying with all these characters and, like, their roles and stuff, but. Yeah,
0: okay. So, like, I, so I guess I'm, I'm, lo- I'm looking at it at this point to, like, it's a character study. Like, these are, these are all the different types of personalities that you might see in Hollywood. You know what okay. I mean? So, you're, so basically like you, you're, you've got the child star, you've got the disenfranchised, uh, um, uh, Son of the veteran. You've got the person who's trying to make it in the world. You've got the guy who's more about the art than anything else. You've got Angel, who's the excited rookie who has all the tech. He's got all the know-how, but he doesn't know exactly what he's doing yet. Like toward the end of the movie, him and Antlers kind of team up together. Yeah, to try to try and get the the impossible shot.
1: That's a really it's a really interesting take on it because I know what. Jordan Peele has said mm-hmm. about it because obviously I, I I did do a little bit of digging. Mm-hmm. I know what he said about it, and it's it's not that. But okay. the way that you just broke it down though is a thousand percent believable to You could absolutely look at it that way mm-hmm. and get that from it. And who knows? Maybe that was like subtext. Like maybe maybe when he was writing it, he goes, "Oh, well, in the film industry, there's this person, this person, this person." Like maybe he maybe yeah. Excuse me, that was intentional. Yeah. Um. The the actual intended point though of the movie, right? The the underlying thing was all about sensationalism. Mm-hmm. So you're not you you weren't terribly far off in a lot of the stuff that you were describing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jordan Peele has gone on record to say that like he wrote this movie, wrote and made this movie in 2022, released it in 2022. Yeah, was, as we were coming out of COVID. Mm-hmm. And people needed to get back to the theaters, and they needed something sensational to get them back to the theaters. I, so he I have wrote a heard, movie. I
0: have heard the quote where he said he wanted to make the Great American UFO movie. Yeah. yeah. So
1: like, his whole point was sensational. Everything, even down to the the topic of the movie. Uh-huh. Everybody's trying to sensationalize everything, in no matter how you look at it, right? Like. And the whole animal taming thing thinking that you are like making a spectacle out of things is is basically it like trying to tame a, a wild animal a chimpanzee uh-huh. right is, is is all about that trying them trying to uh, get on camera the very first clear footage of a UFO is very sensational uh,
0: um, well even to like in the with the tame, with the taming stuff like so it's the taming of the taming of the chimp.
1: Taming of the horses. Which
0: ends up going horribly. The taming of the horses. Yep. Yeah. And then even now the taming of even, the aliens. They're even trying to tame the yeah. alien toward Sensa- the end. He's he trying like, to
1: sensationalize the aliens. OJ
0: yeah. realizes that, like, oh, it's it, uh, it it doesn't it won't attack as long as you don't make eye contact with it. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. So you don't look at it, don't sensationalize it. Right. That's basically it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like the way that Juno. Oh, the way that Jup sensationalizes his past, the way that he sensationalizes this thing with aliens. The it's all it's all about basically making like just taking anything, even down to the so, TMZ reporter who so, was trying to come by and sensationalize what was going on. Like oh, it's, but it's see, all that, about that.
0: That was another character that like really struck me because of the design of the character and who and, and the lines. Like uh the it was a TMZ reporter who rolled in right toward the end of the movie. And if you're thinking about all of these characters in terms of like very uh, stereotypical type of people that you would see in Hollywood, mm-hmm. the TMZ reporter who pulls out his little mini rig with like it's got his cell phone and a microphone and a camera all set up on it at the same time, but even even the reporter himself was designed to look like a walking talking camera, like his helmet was oh, all yeah his helmet was all chrome and reflective. Almost like the lens of a camera, it's and then very it, Daft Punk, and then it had one, it had one black dot where one of his eyes was, so he looked like a giant camera. Good and, point. I And, didn't notice and that, every right. single, and every single one of his lines, like even when he was on the ground about to die,
1: get my camera, get my camera. He said, "Oh, get my
0: footage," and he yeah. said, "Make sure you, make sure you, make sure you get that footage out and make something of yourself, man." And like that's. That's, su- that's such the typical, a- at least us as, like, as non-Hollywood people, like, that's such the typical, like, or the stereotypical idea of what a journo is, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like, they're, like, they'll, they'll do anything to exploit these actors and, and stuff just to get the shot that they need so that they, can, so that they can make something of themselves. Like, I don't know, I just felt like the character design was so intentional and so and played into so many stereotypes of types of people you would see in Hollywood that it 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 seems like to me like i and and this you know this might just be the way that i took it like people have different interpretations of get out people have different ter- interpretations of us and i think everybody's interpretation is valid because you know a movie is what you what sure. you, a movie is what you take it song. It's like a song. It's like a song.
1: The, the the songwriter can can mean one thing when he writes it, but it, it whatever you get out of it is the point. Right. Um, but when, when when looking at it in terms of what the filmmaker intended, sure. uh, there's a quote from um, uh, the Book of Nam in the very beginning. It's like a Bible verse. Yeah. It's from the Old Testament. <clears throat> and basically, uh, in it, the prophet Nam tells the story of the city of Nivea, uh, Nivea, uh, and how it was marked for destruction by God in forty days, yeah, that. <laughs> uh, because of the wickedness of the people, God promises to make spectacles of them, just as they made spectacles of their own sin. Until Jonah convinces them to repent. Mm. So, like, maybe Jonah would be the alien in this case. Like, the the alien make them repent and make them feel bad about trying to spectacle, you know, make a spectacle of everything. You you could you could look at it that way if you really wanted to. So um, it's,
0: so that that part of scripture is like it's a... Uh, do you have the actual the actual quote there?
1: Not the actual quote, no.
0: What book was it from?
1: Uh the book of Nahum. Nahum.
0: How do you spell that?
1: N-A-H-U-M.
0: N A H U M and I think it was three six if I remember yes, correctly. It was. Yeah, it was. Uh so it was I will cast I will cast abominable filth upon thee, and make thee vile, and will set thee as a gazing stock. I don't think that's the words that they used in the actual movie. That's the King James version. Okay. Um, but point yeah. the Point
1: is, though, yeah, it's it's.
0: Yeah, I will cast abominable filth upon thee and make thee set thee as a.
1: Is there more to that? Like what's And after make
0: that? thee vile.
2: Uh,
0: come home. Where, where can I find the fucking non-King James version? Jeez. Uh,
1: the non-LeBron version?
0: Woe to the city of blood, full of lies, full of plunder. I mean, like, I, you know, like some some more conservative people would kind of describe Hollywood in that way, you know what I mean? Well, sure. The city of lies, the city of plunder. That's true. Uh, woe to the city of blood, full of lies, full of plunder never without victims, the crack of whips, the clatter of wheels, galloping horses, and jolting chariots, charging cavalry, flashing swords, and glittering spears, many casualties, piles of dead. This is fucking metal, dude. <laughs> um, <laughs> bodies without Lear, number. Metal song. People stumbling over the corpses, all because of the wanton lust of a prostitute, alluring the mistress of sorceries who enslaved nations by her pro- prostitution and people's By their witchcraft. Uh, I'm getting to it. Hold on. I am against you, declares the Lord Almighty. I will lift your skirts over your face. I will show the nations your nakedness and the kingdoms your shame. I will pelt you. Here it is. I will pelt you with filth. I will treat you with contempt and make you a spectacle. All who see you will flee from you and say, Nineveh is in ruins. Who will mourn for her? Where can I find anyone to comfort you? so it's almost like
1: that's jesus
0: (laughs) so it's like uh it's it's almost like a justification for why this city is being
1: so if he if he puts this if he puts this this bible verse at the beginning right you're talking about justification like is it almost like is is the alien ship supposed to be like angelic
0: I mean, like... He did take
1: the form of the angels, the angelic thing from that anime. I mean... like, like Is this supposed to be God smiting people that and do if, this? And like, if you
0: think about, like, if you think about... Have you ever have you ever heard the descript, like the 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 actual descriptions of angels? Oh, yeah. in the Bible. Oh yeah, they're, they're like UFOs for sure. Yeah, they're not yeah. all they're not they're all flaming, like beautiful winged creatures. Like
1: balls of fire and silver discs. Yeah, there's yeah, there's crazy. one
0: that's all made out of like uh, like spinning silver rings and eyeballs and shit nope. like that. Like nope. so, yeah, like the the idea is is Jordan Peele. Christian,
1: I don't. I have no idea. Uh, I really don't know anything about him in that uh, regard.
0: Um, yeah. Like to to me, to me, like if you if you if you take if you take it like uh, the the descriptions of angels from the Bible, the thing at the end of the movie could definitely absolutely. Fall oh in, yeah, 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 Fall into the so one thousand percent. So let's break this down then. So if it's like if this if this uh, passage from the Bible is sort of justifying the destruction of this city of sin because it's because of the, you know, the people who have been living in sin, right? Sure. Then what would that be? Like, like this thing in the sky is like, like passing down God's judgment. Like, like help me out with this.
1: I, I, I don't know. Like, like,
0: do you know what I'm getting at? Like
1: sort not sort of not really. Like it's, this it's,
0: the this that 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 Bible verse, that Bible verse is taken from a part of the Bible where God is justifying the destruction of Nineveh because these people are living in well, sin. Well that's
1: well that's what I was saying, though. Is the alien really like God's smite? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, so yeah, like yeah.
0: is yeah, that's that's what I'm So
1: is the alien God's smite. Punishing these people that have taken advantage of 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 anything like they're they're just people that just take advantage of anything.
0: So is it like so is it like when 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 OJ realizes that like uh like I'm so like I'm trying to work this like out when like you don't, when, you when you don't he look when he's at it, like he's turning his eyes away from sin, it's humbling. You know, it's humbling. Yeah, he's turning his eyes away from sin. Like he's yeah, he's humbling himself before be, in front of. god God. yeah right you could think it that way sure that's pretty heavy sure (laughs) that's that's pretty heavy but then but then it goes back to at the end of the movie um uh why can i uh emerald yeah it goes back to her still having the main goal of sensationalizing this whole thing because she she goes and she she starts putting coins into the, the winking well uh-huh. and taking pictures of the thing right at the end, right? So it's still like this still the main goal is even when you have this thing passing down judgment upon you, you're still trying to make a spectacle out of it.
1: Yeah. That's human nature.
0: That's wild. Yeah. This shit's deep, dude. Like, <laughs> jo- like Jordan Peel, I, I don't even know if this is you know like who well, who me, like you already said like he's not going to give every he's not going to give every i know that you've said what he's said in it yeah, he's not going to give everything away no. some of this shit he wants people to talk about sure and and even so he's if made a career out of it and even if we're off base it still sparked a 2 hour conversation it like also, this is exactly what he's
1: trying to do it also doesn't make it not true because again like a song it's whatever you get out of it mm. There's no right or wrong answer. This right. kind of stuff. It's interesting always to know what the intended thing was. You know, the intended uh, takeaway was. Yeah. Oh yeah. But but you can take away so many different things from from art. Right. You know whatever. Um, I I've heard you now talk for the past two hours about your breakdown of it. What I have <laughs> not heard is, did you like this movie? Oh yeah,
0: I loved it. You did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: I. It's my least favorite Jordan Peele movie.
0: I mean, he's only made three movies. I know, so and out of like... the
1: three, it's my least favorite. It's not that it was bad, and it wasn't that I enjoyed it. I just didn't get engrossed with it the same way that I did Get Out or Us.
0: Oh, really? Not at all. I was. I. I, was, I don't. Sorry. Go ahead. No, no. no. Finish, talk, I was just going to say.
1: I. I was just going to say. Like, I like watching it. I. I distinctly remember being like, "It's not." doing for me what the other two did the other two mm. were so like i don't want to say the word powerful but kind of more powerful in their sure. in their intent yeah that this one was like i it, it played it more straight i think is what it was like this movie you could watch it as just an alien abduction or an alien you know encounter movie sure and 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 that was it whereas the other movies you had to really break it down to get it this movie it, I feel almost like
0: could, almost in the moment too
1: Yeah, this movie you could watch it, not break it down, and be like, "Okay, I just watched an alien movie." Like there wasn't there wasn't anything to it that was that was really making me feel that it was to the same caliber as his other two movies.
0: So now, like, rethinking about it and thinking that there might be some deeper messaging to it, does it change how you feel about it? No, because I
1: feel like the deeper messaging that was in his other two movies Uh were were stronger. Okay. Personally, right, um, and and I, I actually think that the advertising campaign and the trailers and all that stuff for this movie were better in terms of how I felt about the movie mm-hmm. than watching the actual movie. Yeah, like it, it created more yeah. intrigue. It created a lot more questions and excitement.
0: I can say for me, us was the one that like really. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Like I spent. You're I said like, what the fuck. I spent. <laughs> I spent weeks and maybe even months before the movie even came out watching the trailer and trying to pick up details yeah. and trying to figure out like what the what the fuck is going on like that the just the trailer for us had me feeling some type of way that like that hasn't happened in a long time yeah you us know?
1: us was an absolutely incredible movie get out was also an incredible movie this movie i feel like was it's not again i'm not saying it's bad i'm not Mm -hmm. saying that i didn't like it i just feel like in the pantheon of jordan peele movies this one ranks lowest for me just it just just, for me it didn't do the same thing that the other two movies did
0: i would have a hard time ranking them to be honest with you i don't i don't know i'd have a hard time ranking them i did i can tell you that like i've all three movies that Jordan Peele has put out now, I've loved. Sure, all three of them, I really mm-hmm. loved. Um, this movie, it, it it was a totally different experience from Get Out and and Us. Mm-hmm. You know, like like I said, this this one felt more like a like I was on I was on my I was on my couch. I had a glass of wine. I had some snacks. I had my dog sitting Princess. on my lap. No. <laughs> It was non-chips, but uh, <laughs> but I just had a lot of fun watching it. Sure. Like I really wasn't trying to see the deeper meaning in it, and that's why I went to sleep for a while. And when I woke up, I started thinking about it again. And I'm yeah. sitting there ironing, and I go, oh, "I didn't.
1: I didn't dude. really either." And I think that's that's the difference for me. When I was watching us, when I was watching Get Out, uh-huh. while I was watching it, the 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 um the the the
0: subtext the,
1: the subtext and the symb- and the symbolism symbology of the symbology <laughs> of the movie they they were hitting me as i was watching mm-hmm. it right there was just there were the movie with those movies were so dense with subtext that yeah. it was impossible to not see it right and that's what I like about Jordan Peele's other movies yeah I didn't get that with this one right like I, this I didn't like does... the fact I didn't let the fact that they had to look <clears throat> back on it to try to pick out the subtext as opposed to watching it and then being absorbed into the subtext. But
0: why? So like you and I watch a lot of movies and, and we, and we've made an entire show based on mostly looking back on movies to pick up on the subtext. Sure. You know what I mean? So is it just because it's like, if this wasn't a Jordan Peele movie, Mm -hmm. right? If this was a fucking, I don't know. Steven Spielberg. This is, a, this is well, the first it's the first name I could think of. But like if this was a Steven Spielberg movie, would you enjoy it more because it is like you could just watch it and enjoy it for a, what it was and then look back on it and find the subtext is it just because well, you were expecting it, that Jordan Peele like draped in draped in symbolism and metaphors like you were you were hoping for that, yes. And didn't to, get it.
1: Yes, to the second part, and in terms of the first part with like Spielberg, I wouldn't go back, honestly, and look for subtext in a Steven Spielberg movie because that's not the kind of movies that he makes.
0: You know, says you.
1: He just doesn't. I, I I'm hard pressed to find any Steven Spielberg movie that has any kind of super socio political message behind it. At least in the way that Jordan Peele does, right? Like, sure, Peele yeah. does it intentionally. Okay, Spielberg well, might have it sprinkled in if there's something, but, like, it's different. Yeah. It's different. Yeah. And I do think, though, that had anybody else made this movie, I wouldn't be looking at it as hard. But knowing Jordan Peele, you know that it's there. Whereas, so you, so you go back and you look for it and everything else. Again, with the other, the first two movies, you don't have to look back at it. Right. You're looking at it in the moment.
0: But you also look back at this you also because like at it. how like how long did you think about us after oh, yeah. you watched the movie? but that's my for but days.
1: That, but that's my point though is I, it, it started during it started during the the first initial viewing. yeah, I didn't have to then after the movie think, okay, now what was this movie about? like I was already thinking about it while watching it right. like I, there's a difference there. like it's sure. just like I said, it's just more steeped in it. and that's when I'm watching a movie like his, that's what I want.
0: I think I'm going to make a prediction here. It's, so you like the movie, but you just didn't.
1: Oh, I liked it. I'm right. not saying that I didn't like it. Yeah.
0: I think that you'll, I think that you will, if you go back on this one, like maybe you pick up the Blu-ray or something like that and you watch it every once in a while. I think that you'll like this movie more on subsequent viewings.
1: I don't know. I don't know. That's just my prediction. Maybe, but who knows.
0: I liked it. I, I really liked it. I wouldn't necessarily say that it was like, that it, it captivated me in a way that was different from Get Out and Us. Get Out and Us was more like a really like sort of gripping terror kind of thing. You know what I mean? This was more like a, I'm having, I'm having some snacks I'm like this is like a blockbuster movie. You know, like this is sure. something that like I would have I would have loved to have seen so this at the drive-in. You know what de- I mean?
1: You're describing though what I felt,
0: but that's just sti- in that. Like, but that's still a good I'm experience. Not, I'm
1: not saying it's bad. Yeah, I ha- I'm just saying that I have a preference for what my experience sure, is with sure. these movies. That's all. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's fair. That's fair. So yeah, but overall, you liked it. I did yeah yeah, yeah. no cool. I,
1: I I did like it like I said it's not it's not in my upper echelons we'll see what he does next we'll see where that late you know maybe maybe nope will move up right on. based on the next thing he does but
0: I'm I mean dude i regardless of regardless of like where this one falls in line with the rest of the movies i'm I'm like I'm very excited to see what Jordan Peele does next I've yeah. loved every single one of his movies so far one, I just think he's got like a fresh just like a totally fresh take on, on horror. You know what I mean?
1: He absolutely does.
0: Uh, like even stuff that it's not, it's not necessarily like he's doing things that have never been done before. Like this is a fucking UFO movie. Sure. But it felt fresh and new and and different. You know what I mean? Which is cool.
1: I will say this. I, I got the feeling of, and I, I would be remiss if I didn't bring this up before we ended here. Um, the fucking scenes of them getting like sucked up into the the, the esophagus of the alien or <laughs> yeah. or the the butthole whatever the fuck it was, yeah. <laughs> not only gave me um,
0: claustrophobia, claustrophobia,
1: yeah, and flashbacks dude. to my childhood, but it gave me feelings of fire in the sky fire in a little the sky. bit, yeah. But like it was also so weirdly crudely done; it didn't make any sense. Like, th- were th- were they literally just in like the mouth of the alien? Is that all that
0: was? It was just traveling through the the innards of the, yeah.
1: It was so weird because it was like flowing linens, is what it looked like. Like yeah. <laughs> it was.
0: Yeah, but like, but felt like it was. It, not even linens it was like flowing latex
1: yeah it was just weird remember you the know? stories i told you when i was a kid with my brothers yeah would put me in the bottom the of sleeping, sleeping bags. bag and yeah. three layers going in and out <laughs> yeah. that's what it reminded me of
0: i would like i was watching those scenes and i was like oh god fuck dude like that'd make me shorter breath a little yeah,
1: bit yeah they, they they didn't have that effect on me i looked at it and i'm like this is actually more one of the more cheesy parts of the movie i kind of liked it but-
0: and i like the fact that like The people and the horses who were eaten by the by the alien seemingly survived for quite a long time. Yeah, because every time it would come back, you would hear them screaming inside of it. Yeah, which was eerie as fuck.
1: So, am I assuming that the nickels and the keys and all the things that fell down and pierced the horses and it would it would consume everything that was it?
0: it would consume everything that was organic and then it would spew out everything that was inorganic. Gotcha. Yeah.
1: So. So uh Keith David died from nickel puke.
0: Alien puke, yeah. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Well yep. go
1: go you. <laughs> On that note, James, uh, before we end tonight, uh, we do have to get to the very last Slayoffs. Oh, baby. It's gonna be a good one. Yeah. So anyway, that was that was nope. Go watch it. Nope. 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 <laughs> nope. And uh yeah. Uh, We're going to get into the slayoffs here in a minute, and uh, we're going to crown a champion tonight.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Long live the champion. Long live. Here we go.
1: All right, James, uh, it's the most wonderful time of the year. You know why? Why? Because it's the very last installment of the 2022 Slayoffs. Oh, thank God. It's the (laughs) last time you have to hear that song for an entire year.
0: Just when it started to grow on me, I was just about to tell you, dude, you know what? You gotta like it. I rocked out to it tonight. (laughs) You did. did. Yeah, I did.
1: I thought you were just humoring me.
0: No, I think it's maybe because I had this. I was using this as a drumstick.
1: Oh, you're a fucking you're, you're literal flaming
0: lightsaber. My nine and a half foot torch. <laughs> um, yeah. So. It's pretty amazing. It's,
1: um, all right, James. Round four of five. Let's do it. Let's do it. do it. All right. So in our first matchup of the night, we have the upset winner of last week. And we were absolutely right. Josh, had, Josh got all pissy about this. Because we knew he would.
0: Yeah, of course. Of course. Right.
1: Uh, but we have possessed Dave Grohl. Yeah. Going up against Zenothman. Oh. I can't remember his name now. Uh, uh Amleth. Amleth, yeah. yeah. Uh yeah. Uh I was thinking about this on the way here, right? Because I kind of took a sneak peek at this and uh was kind of getting my thoughts together. Sure, sure. I feel like as all so th-
0: good sports analysts do.
1: Of course, of course. Did my homework. <laughs> I feel like in the same way that the that that Amleth was able to defeat the Wendigo because he was smart. Yeah. I feel like he could do the same thing with possessed Dave Grohl. And the reason is is because not only does Mleth have the, the the smarts on his side. Yes. He also has magic on his side. Like he like he's he's affiliated with magical Beings, yeah. I mean, like, like, like
0: it takes place in in the realm of Norse mythology.
1: And is North my, Norse mythology more powerful than Christian mythology? Well, I kind of think it is. First of all,
0: you blaspheme. <laughs> let's uh, let's flip for home turf. Okay. Okay. So we've got Amleth with Valhalla. We've mm-hmm. got um, Dave Grohl with the Mansion. Yes. So Amleth heads right.
1: Yep. Uh no. uh the the Mansion will be heads. All right
0: heads okay so, it's so in, the in the mansion okay um i'm not sure that really changes much as far as amleth is does, concerned does
1: uh does amleth have uh does he have is he able to like make use of his his other people like when he's not there like can he pray to his his gods and stuff like that is, like there are other magical things like he's got that magical sword I mean, you know, the took I, from a zombie.
0: I, I think that the way we've always done it with the slayoffs is the people, regardless of where they are, they can they can call upon the or they can, you know, they have all their assets they, from the movie. They can use yeah. all. Yeah, they can use all available assets that they would have in the movie. Just
1: That's not a, necessarily in their 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 um, where the battle's taking place. Right. So, so yeah. I just I feel like I feel like a demon or something spiritual like that is nothing new to Mless world yeah i mean like
0: he defeats the Mm draugr to get that sword Mm -hmm. and 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 the the draugr is not really a demon per se but but it's it's it but it's on it's an undead warrior you know like Mm -hmm. it's it's so he's he's familiar with dealing with the unearthly and, uh, like, I think that really all that Dave Grohl, possessed Dave Grohl's got f- going for him, like, he's he's offing band guys throughout the whole movie.
1: Not exactly formidable foes. Right. Which is another reason that one's like, C-Cycle Gorman should have won last time.
0: <laughs> listen. <laughs> this is, this listen, is our bracket, okay? We don't, we don't, we just talk about how these fights go. The, the fight, Destiny decides... <laughs> Destiny decides. That was a huge upset last week. It was. But it's not our fault. No. Because Destiny decides. And it was Dave Grohl. She Groll's.
1: sounds
2: hot.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I got a date with Destiny, and from what I hear, she's a real whore. Um, <laughs> sounds about right. <laughs> um, so, like, yeah, it was a huge upset Side, last week. Sidebar. Don't what? ever
1: trust anybody named Destiny.
0: Oh, well, obviously.
1: Especially if she's only charging 20 bucks. for a handy. Yeah. Just you don't want that. Yep. You don't want that. Yep. 60, Sixty or nothing.
0: Yeah. There's calluses there. Yeah. Yep. Ooh.
2: Uh, it's not oh, going to be good. God, it's bad. It's okay. like a
0: Real tight grip, like real tight, like iron workers
1: grip, like a drummer's grip. Yeah. Dave Grohl. <laughs> Dave Grohl is destiny. Oh, no. <laughs> um, no. No. I, I do think though that the Northmen would be able to figure out Dave Grohl. Like, yeah. Like I don't. Uh,
0: like I said, like what did Dave like? What were what were Dave Grohl's attributes as a as a as a fighter? Mm-hmm. I mean, he he used implements to kill people. He was barbecuing people. He was throwing symbols through people's faces. Yeah, uh, beating people to death and stuff. Like he can fly and he can you know like be scary and stuff like that. But that's Who cares? that's all the type. Of, like Amleth is a warrior from childhood trained to be fearless in the face of anything. Yeah. So that's not going to phase him. And when it comes to just like face to face brute force coupled with some of the assets that Amleth has at his disposal, I think he's got it.
2: I
1: think so too.
0: That's my personal I opinion.
1: I completely agree with you. I feel like when it comes down to it, Amleth will definitely win.
0: So And 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 really it doesn't matter what I think he's if I think he's got it or not because Destiny Destiny. decides. Well,
1: Destiny has decided that Amleth, the Northman, is our first entry into the finals of the Slayoffs.
0: Aaron's going to appreciate that.
1: And, uh, well, she appreciates anything he does, (laughs) let's be honest. Mostly Um,
0: mostly his brother, but like... You know he's he's a good he's a good little side.
1: The brother's piece. the goofier looking one of the she two. She likes goofy looking guys. I know. You're looking at me right <laughs> now. You
0: understand this.
1: I know. Um, okay, our next matchup for the night is Old Man Leatherface taking on. I cannot believe I'm going to say this in the semifinals. The nun.
0: <laughs> Fuck's sake, dude. Um. Mm. All right. So here we got home turf, right? So it's the. Yep. uh the town, the town, or the church, or the church.
1: Here we go. It's the town. All right. So Leatherface has uh, <clears throat> has perks here. Does he? But, <laughs> I don't. I don't know how.
0: The only like the only thing that I could see as an advantage for Leatherface is he seems to be a person who is not super intelligent doesn't have a super high IQ. Oh no. And thus maybe doesn't even have like a a working understanding of of uh of faith-based stuff, you know, well, like is,
1: But this is the same exact thing we said about moose. And the nun <clears throat> took out moose.
0: Yeah, but moose wasn't really a killer. Like everything True. everything he did was sort of on accident. True, you know true. like it was just a situation that got out of hand. Yeah, okay. Coincidentally he <laughs> got his hand blown off with a <laughs> shotgun. Just got out of hand. But, but um, uh like so so uh motherface actually being a killer. Yeah. Right? And so do you do you get what I'm saying? Do you get what I'm saying here? Like I think that uh, it's it's almost like it's almost like is a, does a demon have any power if the person who they're trying to, uh, ch- like, trying to defeat just doesn't even have the, the, ca- the capacity to understand what it is that's coming at well, them? Well,
1: I, th- I think they would just make their brain just even weaker and open to suggestion, you know? Like, they're not strong enough to really even fight it or, or anything from the inside. They would just be taken over. I actually feel like that's more of an advantage of the nun.
0: But I almost feel like you'd have to like would the nun like I, like how do demons operate? They they scare they they scare a person into into believing that what they see is some sort of mortal threat to them, right? Sure. And it weakens your will. It weakens your resolve and then they do their thing. They take you over or whatever the fuck, right? Sure. But Nothing scares Leatherface, seemingly.
1: Well, nothing scares him except for, like, if I, she was if she was doing her. Well, his mother scared him. Well. In the first movie.
0: Yeah, I mean, well. Just
1: saying.
0: we're not talking about Leatherface from the first movie.
1: Well, it's the same person.
0: Yeah.
1: It's the same Leatherface. He's just old. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't. I, I just do, I don't see a way that Leatherface comes out of this based on the rules well, we established for the nun.
0: That's what I was going to say too is like despite the fact that I feel like the nun would have a difficult time with like really getting to him. Yeah. You know? Yep. I don't see what he has to use against her.
1: I don't
2: either.
0: You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I I, I I feel like the nun moves on again. Like there's there's I, I, I hope to God that there's just something about this that we're missing. I just don't think there is. No. And nope. that's that's
2: sad.
0: I don't think so either. This oh, is the, the shit we talk about every time we do the slayoffs and we're like, we gotta stop putting demons in because it, it makes it so easy. Like fucking the first year when uh paranormal activity <laughs> when what was his name? Mr. Uh, the hell is his name. Uh, I can't remember. Uh,
1: yeah, uh, um, honestly, Captain Howdy. That's not. That's not right. Yeah, though. no, that's from Exorcist. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, if I Fluffy, forget, I, whatever the yeah, fuck his name yeah. was.
0: He, like, it's just so easy for them to move on unless they get pitted up against another demon or a demonologist, yeah. yep, or something like that. So. Yep. Uh, yeah. I think all right. The Nun's got this one, unfortunately.
1: I, I think The Nun does, too, which means that we now have our finals, James.
0: i Am
1: I going to drop that in?
0: Yeah, probably, actually. <laughs> Can you do, like, a truncated version?
1: Yeah, here we go. Ready? That was cool. Hell yeah, dude. That was awesome. <laughs> um. All right, so our finals here now... The last fight of the 2022 slayoffs. The Northmen, Amleth, <clears throat> against The Nun. Valak. Now. Now.
2: Amleth... I think, Amleth, if, I think Amleth, if there's anybody...
1: Amleth took out, possessed Dave Grohl for the same reason. Mm-hmm. You know, his his gods and his magic and all that kind of stuff, I personally <clears throat> believe would be more powerful than... Uh, Christian dogma than Christian religion, which is where the nun is. I mean, it's all heaven, hell, demons, all that stuff. It sure. all exists within the Christian mythology. I feel like I feel like the ancient ones are way more powerful. They've been forgotten about, but they're still way more powerful. Yeah,
0: I mean, especially
1: well, at the time when Amleth came from.
0: Well, I'm, the the gods of or the god of christianity the 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 demons and stuff of christianity are still ancient but Mm -hmm. uh i get i get what you're saying i
1: get that but i feel like i feel like the the demons the demons in christianity though still have like guidelines like it's weird like they they can only exist within the realm of christianity whereas other ancient gods like the viking gods and Mm -hmm. all that stuff you know i feel like they were more like like earthly like yeah everything gods. like when you like when they you didn't fit they didn't fit in just one box
0: right when you read stuff about uh norse mythology and stuff like that or if you you know if you read something like uh american gods by neil gaiman sure. you know like these are these are beings that have much more they 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 seem to have much more uh The ability to have a lot more sway over what happens in the physical realm, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Like, they're not just, they're not just uh, passive watchers. Sure. Which, to me, like, you know, a lot of times, like, someone like Valak is powerful within the confines of her, uh, or it's. Uh, like dominion dominion yeah but like can't can't just like go out into the world and affect the way things are on a daily basis which if you're going by Norse mythology the gods were very active in the lives of of the people who prayed to them you know what i mean yeah yeah and even the people who didn't pray to them so yeah i yeah I, i'm definitely on board with what you're saying there okay so like so here, now let's that, so do let's do uh let's do home turf. So okay, okay. heads is Amleth, mm-hmm. Tails is Val.
1: Tails is Valak, yep.
0: Okay, so it's at Valhalla.
1: It, okay. So if that's the case, I feel like obviously we're not pitting up uh Amleth's gods against Valak. Right. That's not that's not what we're saying, but he does have that sort of in his corner and like backing him. Like mm-hmm. that's his that's where he comes from. It's where his power comes from, sure. like his faith and all that kind of stuff. And I feel like, given given what he is, he would he's of of anybody else. He is the one that I would say would be smart enough to like come at Valak like like you would trying to defeat a giant army, right? You exploit weaknesses, you do this and that, mm-hmm. and you 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 bait it into situations where you can control it and then defeat it. Now, how would he do that?
0: Well, before we move on, let me just hit you with this real quick. Okay. There's one thing that we're looking past here. What's that? Um, and it just came to me. How did Lorraine Warren defeat Valak in The Conjuring 2? Do you remember?
1: She, I don't.
0: She, um, all she needed to do was say Valak's name. Oh, that's right. She says some shit. She's like, I know, I know who you are. You're Valak the Defiler, or whatever the fuck. Yeah, and that was it. That was like, and that pissed her off, And and she went
1: back to hell. And, well, just because basically just being... she Val just wants to be seen. Yeah. Just like any other yeah, she just person. Wants, she just wants to be loved. Um, like she wants to
0: rip your soul apart while she's being loved. But, well, sure. You know, <laughs> Sometimes that's the best like kind of my, loving like you, my know ex, what I mean? Like my ex-girlfriend.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> but, well, if you think about it, too, though, going off of that, the nun in, its, in, in, in her first round against Headless Horseman. Headless Horseman ain't saying her name. He's not talking. Moose would have no idea what her name no. is. The Predator... Doesn't speak English, right? So couldn't say her name, right? This is uh, Leatherface doesn't speak, right? So, so this is the first. This is actually the very first <clears throat> matchup where somebody would be able to say her name. Plus,
0: and think about think about Amleth's journey to Valhalla. Mm-hmm. What did he do? He went and he talked to the shaman mm-hmm. who had the the head of his his buddy, jester. the jester Willem Defoe, who possessed him and told him <coughs> where to find find the the vampire sword and stuff like that. I feel like if he was headed to Valhalla to have, because we've already established that that's where they're having this fight. Sure. If he was heading to Valhalla to have this fight against this demon, this ancient demon, he would do the same shit. Sure. He'd go talk to the people he needs to talk to to prepare, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And when he goes and he talks to that shaman, he's getting a message from the other side, from a dead person. What do dead people have? Knowledge. Knowledge. Knowledge, baby. So, of the other side. And I feel like
1: Well, he's also got witchcraft people. He's got seers. He's right. got all these other people that are connected with like the spirits. Yeah, Bjorks in there. If mixing things up. If the two of them are fighting, that means that both things obviously like exist in the physical world. Right. right? His gods exist as does the, the the Christian gods. Right. They would know about each other. Right. There'd be information shared. Right. You know, on the spiritual worldwide web. However, that works out yeah. in the nether realms. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I feel like they would be able to sell. And even if, even if he didn't know that was her, even if he didn't know that was her name, or that was how to defeat her, mm-hmm. what do like all Vikings do, at least in movies, before they run into battle, they yell shit at their aggressor. <laughs> like, all he needs to do is be like, Valak! <laughs> and then she like goes, ah, oh, fuck! She's <laughs> like, oh, God, I hate
0: that name.
1: And then he wins. <laughs> oh, I wish my name was
0: Rebecca. <laughs> um yeah, I dude, I think that yeah, I just I, I, I think if there was anybody who was gonna beat Valak. Yeah. Had Ed and Lorraine Warren been in this fight and somehow made it to the finals, they could have taken her. Yeah. If there was any other person who was gonna take Valak, I think that Amleth would. Yeah. And I think he's got it. I do too. It might be a little bit of an upset. But I think when it comes to comes who? down it's to the it, nun. <laughs> I just, in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, no, I... And I'm not, like I said, I'm not, like I said earlier, I'm not just saying this because I want the nun to not win. No,
1: but it's true. We also, we also said it takes, it takes somebody, somebody or something spiritual to beat somebody or something spiritual. Right. And that's what we have here. Right. So...
0: You have a mortal man here, but with like, with a deep connection to the, to the spiritual yeah. realm.
1: I which, think we is, got it. which
0: is a lot like what Ed and Lorraine Warren are normal people with a deep connection to the spiritual realm. Oh, I
1: thought you were going to say frauds. Oh, well, that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that yep, too. Yep. Um, um, yeah, I, I think, think we got th- it, I though. I think Amleth's got it, man. Amleth think... the Northman is your 2022. Wait for it. <laughs> 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 Only we're the best year. We're going to have to work on that for next
0: week, <laughs> <laughs> next year uh he's Uh, our champion he
1: is our champion um
0: i can't think of a better champion no way i really can't nope with abs like that come on man two
1: years in a row a winner that i would absolutely go to bed with oh
0: hell yeah right who oh psycho gorman (laughs) last year yeah why not
1: oh yeah that's hunky boys that'd be a fun (laughs) (laughs) i'm a hunky boy
0: he looks good in tight khakis yeah all right well hey y'all that's uh slayoffs 2022
1: Twenty two, yeah. We it, call it twenty twenty two from the yeah. Pre, pre, I, right. I don't know how to do this because it's all for the previous year, so it wouldn't be this year's layoffs. It would right. be last year's. Right. It's the remnants of the last year. There we go. Yeah.
0: That's the layoffs twenty twenty two. Uh, let us know what you think. If you disagree with us, I, really, you can go to hell. But that's true. And tell Valak that she, she's a fucking punk ass bitch
1: but on some fucking foundation or something you look terrible yeah yeah that's what you tell her that's yeah. how you, That's how you upset a woman
0: hey hey <laughs> four words alec rhinoplasty yeah
1: right maybe take that hat off you ain't filming no one <laughs> get some sun bitch all right uh... <laughs> so mean not only did she lose but we're just
0: degrading
1: her. <laughs> yeah, well, she's a demon. Um. Anyway, though, that's your slayoffs. So that's an episode. James. Michael. Uh, Where can we find us?
0: Well, if you want to find us before next week, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and SoundCloud at the Buzzkill Podcast.
1: You can also find us on Twitter at the Buzzkill PC. We're on all major streaming sites. Clearly, you've already found us. So this week, your homework is tell your barber go get your haircut
0: yeah when you're getting lined yeah. up like just casually mention like hey man you'd like to listen to dudes tell jokes about dicks
1: yeah so get lined up <laughs> do some lines and then line dance to the buzzkill podcast
0: yep <laughs> that's
1: it that's the one
0: i like that all right michael James. Cheers, bud. Love you, sir. Have a good night, man. Love you. Boom. Good night. Bye.